You're listening to Shit Gamers Say, only on the Ohio State Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome Hello. to... Oh, shit. Who the God hell are damn you? It. Who are you? <laughs> Hello, I'm, everybody. Uh, Kyle. I'm what? new here. I'm not used to this. Kyle Hutchinson. <laughs> I am uh, I'm new to this podcast. You've been here for three seconds, you already fucked it up. You I'm already fucked up the, the intro. Thing over now. <laughs> no, no, don't actually nobody hit the stop don't stop recording. No, nobody. We're, we're, I'm just I'm just joking. I'm, yeah. I'm joking. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey everybody, this is uh, another episode of Shit Gamer Say. I'm Joe Boda, your host. With me is Peter Samine, Sydney, and this person, Kyle. Kyle Hutchinson. Why is Peter the only one who gets a last name? I said Kyle's last name and my last name. You're the only one who doesn't get a last name. Yeah, oh, you're, you. you don't deserve oh, it. Oh, well. <laughs> Those be fighting words. Mm-hmm. And we're here to talk about video games. V- video uh, uh, games. Unless Peter chooses to go off the rails again and lead us into another two-hour podcast. we're going on the, the pain train off what the rails. What happened last time? What? <laughs> what happened last time? I don't know what happened last time. There I was so remember. much stuff we talked about, and none of it was like relating to video games at all. It was last great. week. Last week. Uh, yeah, I have no fucking idea what happened last yeah, week. It was such a long podcast. That was almost two hours. Like, good. We should have like no. a seven-hour podcast. No, jeez, <laughs> please no. I don't even know how. Uh, that, Can we that, do a twenty-four-hour podcast? That's like you can stream it on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, we might as well be doing other things. That's why I feel like streaming video games would be a better idea with that. That'd be cool, like a, a separate podcast to do like a video game live stream. Maybe I don't even I know. Like I mean, you play life, games man. in the background of all our podcasts, anyways. Might as well just stream it, and we'll do the podcast over it. Exactly. Yeah, because it, it has a lot of relevance. No, right now I've chosen... Well, I'm actually... Okay, fuck it. I am actually playing a game right now as we record. What are you playing, Joe? I am playing... I forget the name. No more Madden? It's Ma- it, Joe, it's I called had Madden. T- I, Madden. I, I, have, I haven't had time to play Madden um, with my busy schedule. I'm, I'm Right now I'm watching the Ohio State-Minnesota football game. But no, on my phone. My phone. I am playing this game called... Terra Battle, the most Does generic that... ass sounding name of any game you could have. Do you just fight Does that trees? Have any, uh... Does that does that have any relationship to uh, like Terra Rising, that that MOBA? N- I mean the nope. um, MMO. Nope, I don't believe so. No, not Terra. No, no, not Terra. Terror or Terra? Like Terra, like Earth. Okay, so you just throw like dirt at people. Like <laughs> I, w- I <laughs> wish it were so simple. No, it's like a. It's a JRPG, but a free-to-play JRPG. Hmm. So, okay, here's how this game works. That, that sounds like Terra online. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds like any other freaking uh, JRPG ever. That's why I think the name's so unoriginal. Like, Okay, so what it is, is it's a tile-based game um, where you have two to six um, warriors... And what you do is you need to, in order to beat your opponents, the only way you can attack is if you have two of your warriors on either side of an enemy. 
So, you know, they're either vertical or horizontal. One, You basically need to sandwich your enemies in order to defeat them. And you can move one tile at a time, and you have four seconds to move that tile. But once you let off on it, it's the enemy's turn, and they get to move one guy. And that's largely the game. They have, like, a rock, paper, scissors um, battle system in place. Uh, sword, arrow, spear. And you earn experience, and there's numbers that fly off enemies. Hmm. That's... I mean, it's free to play, so you can only do so many battles in the story before you run out of energy, but so far I haven't really found that to be a problem. Like, it regenerates pretty fast, and even then, like, it's... I don't know, it, it's alright. It's alright for what it is. Um, I think this had some... There are some people involved with this game that may have had some... Uh, Involvement also with Final Fantasy in the Final Fantasy series. That's I think. what I, that's what I thought I heard. Yeah, I think Nobuo Yoimatsu, who is the guy who's done the music from Final Fantasy one through nine, and has like a lot of contributions to all the games after those. Uh, I think he did the music for this, and I think there might be some artists uh, because one thing this game has is some pretty great art. Um, every character has you know, a a very high-res portrait of them. Portrait and just, like, the entire uh, character drawn out from head to toe. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's what I noted from, from JRPGs is they always have, like, they put a lot of detail into their textures. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, the art is pretty phenomenal. Um, yeah. In this and in JRPGs in general. Which, which we could have an entire discussion of why that's the case. Mr... Yeah. The rock texture man. Oh yeah, Square, Mr. Joe's, uh, Joe's joking man. about how my uh, my texture's like uh, a default Skype lighthouse kind of thing. Oh no, there's oh, another. No, that's, there's not, a, that's not the joke. That's Peter, not, oh. Peter always likes to bring up. There was a story or something got out where a person working on what was it, Final Fantasy thirteen? Yeah, they, they, he was so mismanaged that he didn't know what to do. So he spent the entire development cycle just working on rock textures. So it has the best. That game has the best rock textures ever, but they, but you know, it got delayed so long. It was in development for so long, and it was so mismanaged that this guy was being paid, you know, seventy thousand dollars a year just to make a rock texture look really good. I recently <laughs> got Final Fantasy thirteen on my PC, and the whole thing uh, installed is sixty gigabytes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's substantially larger yeah, than what it was. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a it's, I've never played like uh, any of the Final Fantasy games before. Why so... have you started with 13? Yeah, you, you start with the worst one. You started with the objectively <laughs> is, worst one. Is it really? I don't yeah. know. Uh, I looked at some reviews. Uh, it's it was on sale and you know what I don't one know. you should play? What? Ten two. Woo. Okay. Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> well, Joe, each of these, aren't, Joe, aren't the games like the... really long? Oh uh, no, they're fucking yeah. insanely long. Yeah, no, no you're yeah. So thir- thirteen. It's okay. It's weird because it really depends what you mean by well, what anyone means by a bad Final Fantasy game. Because I grew up playing the PlayStation ones, and that was a time when Final Fantasy was no longer about fantasy. They started to get into the sci-fi realm. And they started to kind of have more um, pessimistic protagonists or angst. Um, 
<laughs> and so, it, I mean, at the same time, though, it was still kind of a golden era for them because those games were so masterfully crafted and did have a lot going for them And as far as story, graphics, um, yeah. battle systems. And I think the reason why, in my opinion, 13 is so, like, divisive, and I especially dislike it, is they give way too much into archetypes. You know, the characters are very one-note. Uh, Lightning's a bitch. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> and she doesn't all really the stop. Suck. <laughs> they all kind of suck because they're, they're all just so annoying. They lack personality or yeah. any any sort of like dynamic personality. And that and 13's battle system, it was very it's very much like switch between uh character roles and then they'll do the fighting for you. Like I've there's not as much finesse in the combat well, system. Joe, the thing is like ev- honestly, I haven't played 13. But everyone that I've talked to says the 13 battle system is good. Like, that's not the I problem. disagree with those like, people, and I think those people are silly. Like, well, I, I think I'm, the battle I'm, system is bad. I'm just going to say that, like, for me, when it comes to Final Fantasy 13 or, or just any present day... Actually, this can be expanded to any present day, like, Japanese game. I just feel like Japan is just lagging behind in a lot of respects when it comes to as you said characterization like every japanese game just has these generic jap japanese stereotypes that every every japanese game has the same ones and there's no like it just seems like they're pumping out the same bullshit every time you know yeah and i don't know there've been a few bright spots from japan and honestly those games usually go on go on to do quite well um at least critically Oh yeah, like uh, uh, what was what was that game? Well, pretty much anything that Deadly uh, Premonition. I'm gonna say that right now. Like that, you could that, say, you could say, you could say was, a lot of things about that game, but at least the characters had some sort of endearing qualities and weren't yeah. like in completely, you know, one note. The in thing my is opinion. that that was. <laughs> an endearing game, not because it was a good game, but because it was a terrible game. <laughs> but on it was a terrible game, and it was janky as shit. But the character, I I haven't. It's kind of weird when I say that I've been more attached to those characters than I have been with like 13's characters. No, I, I think mean, that's a it, very valid statement. You know, it's I can relate sort of, and I can kind of like enjoy their quirks and just their mannerisms while as 13 it's like uh it's just everyone's has isn't the same emotion for the entire thing i don't know well to be honest guys i don't really know the difference because i've never played another final fantasy game so i thought it was pretty cool (laughs) yeah and uh, i but the yes like which parts do you think cool like do you think the characters are cool keep in mind i'm only like uh, probably like three hours in, so that's like yeah. that's like nothing in five. Well, that, that's nothing. Like from what I heard, the game doesn't even get started until forty hours. I, I was about <laughs> to say I I, yeah, I am about a third of the way through that game, and I'm at like the twenty-five hour mark. Yeah, it's yeah. like stupid. And on, I ran, like I skipped battles, and oh, I yeah. just went straight forward. Like I knew what was going on. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't. I don't have time for this. Well, one no, of the things I, I don't really Kyle, play. Like, Sorry, Kyle, I I don't play Final Fantasy games really either. The only one I've ever played was Ten Two, and I don't know if you know like, anything about Ten Two. No, I remember I'm I'm very new to like JRPG. Okay, in general. well, Ten Two is 
a se- okay. At some point, they started making sequels to the numbered games. Yeah, yeah, I heard. And uh, ten two, they basically took all the characters from from the first ten, uh, girlified them, gave them big tits, and had them dance and do crazy shit the entire game. Yeah, one of the things I noticed from, uh, I don't know if this is JRPG or Final Fantasy, but literally I, I feel like I do like, you know, like two minutes of like playing and then I got a 10 minute like cutscene. Yep. <laughs> That's JRPG. That's no. It's like, That's, it's just, yeah. am I just watching a movie? It, it feels like that. You know, 10 is, 10, yeah, it gets pretty bad. Yeah, it's just compared to like most uh, Western style games, a game like that that has so many cutscenes, people, you know, who are used to the Western-style games would c- kind of complain about that. You know, yeah. You say too many cutscenes, not enough interaction. Yeah, the thing I find is that a lot of Western games find a way to make the gameplay cinematic to where you're doing what would be a cutscene. Yeah, yeah, or just, like, like dialogue yeah. that you can, like, you know, like the way Half-Life 2 did it. I think they were the, the, they were really the first ones to do it, is where the cutscenes were still, like, in-engine. You, you could still exactly. walk around the room and stuff. But Japan never really caught on to that. Like, even to this day, Kojima's just like, we will make a video, and it will be four hours long, and then hopefully you don't fall asleep. <laughs> well, yeah, another thing I noticed is the, the bit rate of the videos. Like, I was playing um, Arkham City. I've been really getting into that, and they have, like, little cutscenes here and there. So there's, like, the in-engine cutscenes, and then the, like, the, the pre-rendered cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And all the pre-rendered ones, they really, like, drop the, the video quality, because they're really trying to do something a little bit more cinematic, but... You know, they're still trying to conserve space. But oh, yeah. I notice it's the opposite for, uh, the, the Final Fantasy games is they really, the, the bit rates of those, like, pre-rendered stuff is like, they go all out. Well, and, I, and that's probably where. Oh, yeah. It, even know. on the well, PS3, dude, those cutscenes were probably the best cutscenes yeah, on any game that I've, yeah, I got The reason why, the reason for that is that those Final Fantasy games, they're made by Japan. Guess what company is in Japan? Sony. Guess what? system last generation had a blu-ray disc the ps3 yeah. therefore they had that space and then they yeah. just compressed the xbox version to shit and didn't give a fuck while the <laughs> arkham games were made by americans that wanted to, that were building for 360 first so they had to compress them to fit on 360 right. and then just ported it to ps3 yeah usually, usually i don't mind because really I'm, they're just giving you like a story like element they're just giving you some context so you know but you, you can definitely notice the difference you can you know Matter of fact, because of my my desktop, the in-engine stuff is usually a higher quality hmm. than uh, the the pre-rendered stuff. Yeah, I see. Like, I don't mind cinematics interrupting from time to time. The problem I had with uh, thirteen and to some extent Metal Gear Solid is some of them are unneeded. They use the cutscenes to kind of highlight details that you're already aware of. Like, yeah. we we gotta get we gotta get to this place, guys. All right. Take five steps, guys. We gotta get, guys. We gotta get to this place. You know, it's basically <laughs> just restating objectives over and over, and it can get yeah, what, kind of humorous at some points. One of the things I noticed with like Western cutscenes is they'll only use a cutscene if they're trying to convey something that they couldn't convey through the player interacting with the game. Like for example, um, a certain action or a certain interaction that isn't built on the normal mechanics of the game. Whereas I noticed in the kind of JRPGs or Final Fantasy. Is they'll just if it if you, they think it'll look cool as a cutscene, they just throw it in, even if you yep. could have been playing that. So exactly, it's a big difference I noticed. So yeah, yeah, that was a big uh, complaint of Dirge of Cerberus, which was like a spinoff of Final Fantasy VII. They released for um, the PSP. PS2. Uh, yeah, PSP. P- it was on PS2 as well. 
I think that was a port from the PSP version. Maybe. I don't know. We can cross-check this later. But regardless, yeah, there were like, you know, you would just be walking around shooting. You would jump occasionally. And then in cutscenes, he would do all this batshit insane <laughs> uh, arrow acrobatics. And pe- that was one of the complaints is it's like you make the cutscenes so much cooler than the actual gameplay. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah, this isn't fun for us as a player you're kind of teasing us especially when like and i and i always go back to this example naughty dog does this better than anyone else like there are points in the last of us or points in uncharted where you're just like how is this the game how is this not a cutscene? i'm literally flying and hanging from this truck dangling out of a airplane and somehow this is the game this is amazing Yeah, i know what you mean like when they make um they make the kind of the gameplay like cinematic almost yeah you know who what they they also did for that is uh Tomb Raider the the, the latest Tomb Raider yeah they they, they, did they that made very like well they too. they really kind of certain times they changed the the camera angle and they really like had some pretty cool cinematic moments where you'll st- where where you were still ah <laughs> where you're still interacting with the game oh yeah definitely that was great I love that game yep. yeah well all so- that being said Terra Battle has none of these I just yeah. I just get text. <laughs> That elaborates on the story about the maker and shit, and I'm like, okay, just but get me to the game. But how cinematic is that text? I mean, it's it's text on a pretty nicely drawn background, so uh, it's pretty fucking cinematic text. How many DPI it fades, is it that fades text? in and out? Uh, oh, I don't there's know. fades. There's fades, hot oh, fades. Geez. The text like fades onto the screen and then fades off, and the new text fades on. That is, is high-level text. Yeah. Is it one of those, like, uh, kind of mobile games where it's just kind of, like, mindless tapping? Or is there, like... I wouldn't necessarily call it mindless. It, it's it kind of it's kind of a cross between... Um, I mean, it's free-to-play, so, of course, it has its limitations, but it's a cross between what I would call, an, like, a game like Final Fantasy Tactics and a puzzle game because, you know, you can only move one tile at a time and you're going to have to sandwich enemies in order to hurt them. So it becomes kind of the strategy of, okay, how can I align this up um, so that I'm going to get the most optimum kill rate? And there are other mechanics, too. Like, you can push uh, other tiles by one um, when you're moving your tiles as well. Like, when you're moving one tile anywhere you want, if you bump into another tile, you can knock them over one. So there are, like, other little subtle strategies that you have to kind of, like, step back and, like, think a minute about how you're going to make your next move. So I, I wouldn't, I would not call it mindless. Minimalistic though, yes, it's pretty minimalistic. But yeah, yeah I think it, it, the idea is sound. It's pretty good. I enjoy it. I, uh, I recently bought an uh, iPhone 6 Plus. So ah, yeah, welcome yeah, to the so family. It, oh really? You guys are all. Uh... <laughs> well, I do. I have an iPhone 6. I have an Android. Yeah. I have okay. A well, anyway. <laughs> I got I got it and I thought you know I I gotta get like some video games on this and I don't want just like Angry Birds or Candy Crush I want like something real so I did some like kind of searching in the App Store there's actually a whole bunch of um, pretty cool games that were like console games that they ported over to the phone mm-hmm. um, I could kind of but one of the things that I I saw that like I knew I had to get was XCOM you guys know that game yeah. yes oh yes yeah yeah so I I've been playing it on the PC and I loving the game so when i saw it 
I, I got it, and I really do like it on the, the phone. They did a really good job, and I feel like they didn't, they, they took out some of the maps, and obviously they, they brought back some of the textures and some of the graphics, but gameplay-wise, um, everything everything's the same, the same story, so I was really, really impressed, and I've been really enjoying that. Oh, and then guess what? They uh, they recently just came out with uh, XCOM Eni Enemy Within, which for the, the PC is just a DLC, but it's a standalone on the... Uh, on the uh, on the app store, so hmm, yeah, I just yeah, I just bought XCOM. I should have waited, but I guess I wouldn't know. Oh well, yeah. No, I, I've heard great things about that port, except for the fact that it's a kind of a resource hog. But if you got the six plus, you'll be fine. Oh yeah, it runs like, really smooth. As a matter of fact, um, I don't know if this is the game or I think this is the new. I think it's the i8 chip. Is that the graphics chip on the the six plus? It's a a a a um. It's a eight. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I, I know it's pretty good with uh, kind of uh, optimizing battery life, but it no, doesn't dude, really like, drain. The chip is bad. amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. This phone is, it's amazing. Like, I don't understand I, how they do I it. I remember when I first got it, like the first week, you know, I was really heavy usage on it, you know, mm -hmm. texting, calling, phone games, you know, everything. And by the end of the day, I was only at like 20% and for, you know, that's like for heavy usage for oh, yeah. a full day. So that was awesome. Definitely, like, yeah. I mean, this isn't the Apple Cast or anything, but I just have to say that <laughs> this phone really impressed me, especially when I saw the benchmarks. I'm just like, somehow they increased like the performance by fifty percent again. Like, they yeah. just keep increasing it when the other manufacturers still haven't even caught up to last year's phone. The one like, thing that I really do? want is like, I'm okay. Like, when it comes to like portable gaming. The the mark the the leading kind of money wise is mobile, but I still feel like I'm truly playing video games on like let's say like a, a PSP or what's what's the new what is the new one called Vita. Uh, the the Vita which oh. I know wasn't really that big and yeah. the the 3DS yeah exactly and what I really want is to I know this I'm very like a, a minor minority here but I'd want like a controller on well, my phone like I want got a controller it for you. there's a bunch of people making controllers. Yeah, but I want it to be. I don't want it to just like find apps. You that want work it with that to controller. be good. Yeah, I want it to. Just, <laughs> I want a controller. Like I, I know that. Like I want like the idea of like a like an actual control that I just put in my pocket and has got a oh. screen on it, right? And it's my phone too. I know that's like hard to imagine because no one's invented it really yet. Unfortunately, but, like yeah, that's such a niche product that I don't think yeah, it's gonna yeah. catch on or anything. Because one of the things is I, I want like one of the things I really don't like on mobile gaming is my thumbs are always in the way of the screen. Oh yeah. You know, I want to be able to fully see my game and then have the, because one of the things I like to do is, uh, what's the word is for it is a kinem kinematic projection where, where you kind of like the controller that you're using goes away and your the, the actions you make are like, you think that you're actually making the actions in the game. But when I have my thumbs on the screen, I'm like, no, my thumbs <laughs> are still having to hit the screen to do that. Yep. Oh, so. yeah, I totally agree. Like, that's that's my main problem with mobile gaming, because, like, it, and it's, it seems silly, but something as simple as, like, um, Jetpack Joyride, like, yeah. it's a mobile game by heart, sure, but I yeah. much prefer playing it on my Vita or, like, my PS3 just because my thumb isn't in the way, because sometimes my thumb will be in the way, and then I'll get hit by a missile. I'll be like, crap, my, yeah, my, I'd much rather my thumb have was be, covering you know, the missile. Yeah, I'd much rather have it be A or X button, you know, instead of touched you know yeah, because my thumb is always in the way of what i want to see so 
the with the iPhone six plus, it's not as bad because you've got a bigger screen. Oh yeah. You know, your thumbs are smaller. You know, just because. But, you know, I don't know. One of the things I noticed in XCOM is, um, it's real weird. Is the way you scroll on it, like uh, when you click and drag to move the camera, it's really slow. And I really wanted to like increase the sensitivity of that. But I feel like I'm like. I, I guess it's more for like the iPad where you've got even a bigger screen and you can like really drag your finger on that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. One complaint I have about the XCOM. So. Yep. So what are some other games you guys have been playing? Is that all you've been playing? Just 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 the mobile mobile stuff? No, no. Uh, okay, so uh, that's all <laughs> I've been playing. So you guys can <laughs> yeah, go right on ahead. No. I I've been <laughs> playing real games. Fuck you. No, I'm just Sydney, um, <laughs> I know, um, because I, in the second podcast, I know that I'm going way back here, but you guys were talking about Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I know, Peter, you're not the biggest Minecraft fan. <laughs> he plays it with it's, it's sometimes. It's all right. Honestly, yeah. like, as a game, I don't mind it. I just don't understand why people get so obsessed over it, because I feel like... I, I like, can actually oh, answer well, that question. You can make shit in it. I'm like, well, there are better tools for making stuff than Minecraft. Like, if I, I wanted can, to make I can something, an I'd get like a CAD question. tool. It's yeah, uh, the answer to that question. Complicated? <laughs> it's not complicated at all. If anything, Minecraft's more complicated because you gotta like jump around and do bullshit. Here it and... goes. Here we go. <laughs> Peter, how do you feel about Minecraft? I think God. it's a fine game, but I don't think it. I think it's too big for its own good. Like it's gonna explode or something at some point. That's, that's why Minecraft, uh, M- Microsoft bought it. So <laughs> yeah, now it's gonna like melt. It's yeah, like the no, number three okay, selling the, the game reason- of all time. Meltcraft. So. Uh, it's definitely not the number three selling game of all time. Yeah, I could list off five <laughs> games right now that have sold more. But keep in mind, really? those games have like the yeah. first few months they've got the big sales, right? But Minecraft, it's still being bought exactly. like as much but, since the release. Oh yeah, so that's, think about that's yeah. great. Like that, I love that. Like com- companies that do that, I have much respect for. Like Nintendo does the same thing. Um, but like, like for example, Grand Theft Auto Four, that was huge, right? But people aren't like, I mean, some people like are buying Grand Theft Auto Four. But they're kind of not going to buy that. They're going to buy Grand Theft Auto Five, right? Oh, but yeah, people are still buying Minecraft, right? The thing mm-hmm. is, Minecraft is a platform more than anything. Yeah. Well, like, I'm looking at, like, the yeah. list of top-selling games, and Minecraft is definitely number three. Yeah. Top-selling games for what? And w- what platforms. are you talking about? For just, All- yeah, video Guess games Guess what the number general. one selling game is? What? It's Mario. No. <laughs> first, some, like, Mario's mobile, number four, mo- or Super Mario Bros. number four. Thing? No. Well, it can be. It is on mobile. It's on, Sydney, on there's, multiple Sydney, there's platforms. no way that... that Okay, how many how many units has Minecraft sold? Like 35, mil- 35 million? 54 million. 54 million? I can still think of games that have sold more than that. There's only two, according to are, this list. Are we discussing just, franchises just, or in, I think you have, individual I think you have games. bad sources, Sydney. Just mm-hmm. what, what What are they? Tell us. Then the we can, then we can uh, argue it's, your it's, it's, it's Tetris. Okay. Wait, wait, 143 wait, million copies sold. Okay, so I'm just going to tell you right now. Oh, jeez. Okay, it's the other one, Wii Sports. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I can name a few more that have sold more. The reason um, the reason Wii Sports was so is just because the Wii was sold so much, and if you got mm-hmm. the Wii, kind of had to exactly, get exactly, you know. exactly. Yeah. But no, if that's the case, then um, hmm. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> argue. No, your, your Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers had to sell more because it think sold forty point twenty four million units. Peter. Mm-hmm. You guys all like googling like crazy right now. I'm on I'm <laughs> on a website that's listing stuff. I'm actually yeah. on a website. can't be true. I'm on a website that actually lists <laughs> Minecraft as number two, but that's another discussion for another day. 
Anyway, um, but no, with Minecraft, what I was going to say is the reason people get so addicted to it is intrinsic motivation. Is no, the game isn't telling you what to do. So when you decide to do something, you do it because you fully want to do it. And that's what keeps people playing the game. See, I come in and I'm just like, there's nothing to do. I guess I'll just shut it off. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Okay, so one of, one of my best friends, his... One of my best friends, he he loves to play Minecraft with me, but his older brother is a lot like you. He said he needs, like, an objective or, like, some kind of goal in a game. And uh, he said, you know, he, he beat the Ender Dragon and, and then turned off the game. But for my friend and I, you know, we, we were fine making our own objectives. Yeah. And I have to say, Peter, the mods, like, the modding community really gives you, like, more objectives to do. That mm-hmm. And that's great, but I, as I've been saying, like, I would totally be into the mods if they had a better like infrastructure for mods. Like, look at how Steam does it. Like, oh yeah, I, I had an answer for you guys for that too. By the way, it's called uh, Technic and uh, Feed the Beast. Was that? Yes, have it? you heard of that? No. No. Pretty much. All right. So, I'm I'm surprised Sydney hasn't heard of that. Pretty much. Um, you can like look it up right now. Is the, like the Technic mod pack is a, is a launcher where people have like put like mod packs online you literally put in your login information click on the mod pack click launch it downloads all the mods for you You get them get them all in the game make sure they're all stable and you just launch the game with a whole bunch of mod packs so it just aggregates all of the mods you know that that sounds fucking awesome and that's great it it is awesome i wouldn't like i rarely i rarely mod manually anymore like i wouldn't even so that's i I actually have a feed the beast server up but but it brings into question like if some modder can do this, why isn't Mojang saying because hey, they don't want to use your they don't want to use like, your technology and put it in the game? Like we want to make this into a module that you can use at any point. Like this should be in the game. Like like stuff that we've mentioned before. Like why do I have to on PC? Like I know on console they fix this, but why on PC do I have to set up a a server just to play multiplayer? What if I like why isn't there matchmaking at this point? Like that should just be a thing. Well, I mean, some games have that, but they have to have their own. Three, you know, what was I going to (laughs) say? I I can't remember now. Oh, oh, the reason, yeah, the reason Mojang doesn't, like, have, like, well, first of all, they have been working on, like, a modding API, but that's, I feel like they've kind of just given up on that now because everyone's figured out how to mod it anyway, but. Well, the API, like, a modding API wouldn't solve the problem that I have. The problem that I have is just, like, they don't have. They don't have the platform in place. They don't have the infrastructure. You mean like a Steam Workshop? Is that what you mean? Yeah, I'm like, like, do something like Steam Workshop. Like, Steam Workshop is great. Like, it's a, it's a platform that you put your mod up there. You can, it, it manages all your mods. Like, you don't have to go through the files. Like, in what you said, what, uh, Technic, like, that sounds yeah. like a good thing. Like, that, how about Mojang goes to the Technic people and says, hey, we want to, we want to take your, use your technology. We'd like to put it in the main game. Oh, I mean, they have done that. Like, for example, they added horses in Sidney. Do you know what version? Seven, six. Yeah, sure. I don't know, but yeah. Um, but they added horses in Minecraft. But that used to be uh, a mod, you know, yeah. horses mod. Yeah, well, with this they, one too. Yeah, like, and they, they did that. They more. added it to the game. They added it to the main game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, do it with the Technic thing. Like, add this. Add this. Yeah, but the problem is, there's a, there's a lot of like mods and Technic that you wouldn't like. It, it wouldn't be like, like for example, one of the mods is like uh, it incre- it makes uh, railroads better, like the minecarts, I mean, right? But it it changes the recipe from making rails to be much more difficult. But it makes sense because the mod is more advanced. But most people wouldn't want that in their game unless they're serious about making crazy minecart roller coasters. 
So, you know, you yeah. also you don't want to just add everything to the main game, which is why I think it's good that they kind of like have their your default vanilla and then if you want extra stuff you can, you know, you know, find it and put it in. One re- well, that, well, that's one saying, reason like, I, give me the tools to find it. Give me like just give me a freaking like okay, look, I official look up hub. Like, give me something. They don't have I anything. I think the issue why Minecraft, why Mojang at least would be hesitant at least making a an aggregate for these mods. I think might be possibly because they're also going to have to moderate it. Yeah, that's that's a, that's I a good think, point. Because you know, of course, making the aggregate would not be too difficult. Um, six months work, maybe worst case. Yeah, but. Yeah, but well, then you're gonna, gonna have, have to, to host a server. Then you're gonna have to host servers. You're gonna yeah, have to exactly. pay people to regulate and moderate to we make sure. We just cause it's... said that this was the be- the third best selling game of all time. They can fucking <laughs> afford it. Like yeah, this... that's yeah, true. But it's still about, a really okay, small true company, at least until they fully merge with Microsoft. That's that won't be until next year. They fully merged as of last week. Like, yeah, they, they no fully merged now. Yeah. Well, uh, here's another thing. Is um so okay? So Skyrim came out and it was great. And the Nexus has a whole bunch of Skyrim mods, right? I mean, you guys all heard the Nexus, right? Yeah, Where you yeah. Can, right? Um, and then they added Skyrim to Steam Workshop. And even though Steam Workshop has a, a really great platform, you just click subscribe and puts in your game, there's still more mods and better mods on the Nexus. This is because that's already established. And because oh, yeah. Feed the Beast and Technic are already established, I feel like Minecraft or, you know, Mojang or whatever, Microsoft, they they would say you know why would we put so much money and work into putting our own thing where most people aren't going to change the established kind of you know mod route. I you think I mean? one that, of the issues and, and with, a, one of the issues with the Steam Workshop with Skyrim as well is I'm not a hundred percent sure on the technical details, but I think it does some sort of it's very uh, low level, high level. I don't know which level it would be, but they're not mod like there are mods on the Nexus that go much further. With regards to well, modifying the game, than what yeah, I think like, the workshop here's a, here's does. Like with regards to like, uh, it's one thing to load in new textures; it's a whole nother thing to just change like, tweak variables in executable files and like DLLs and shit like that. You know, it's some of the, some yeah. of the Nexus mods are a lot more involved than what the workshop has or yeah. can do. I'm sure there's a limit on how much they can penetrate into the game files if they're going to be hosted on the workshop. Maybe. It, it, and and I I get your point, Kyle. But like, there for for the casual user, there should there should be something just for like, hey, I'm new into Minecraft. Minecraft. Maybe I don't want to go into like these crazy mods, but like this is just this is the official store. These are the most common ones that like are for regular use. If you go want to go into the crazy shit, you can do that because with any game, you can go deep into crazy stuff that you can modify. No, then I, honestly, uh, Peter, if you, if you, like, I really would recommend just, just Googling or just looking up the technic, technic.com and just, just look yeah. up the, the website is really, really well done. And right in front of you, the, the one they would recommend is, as TechIt is the main mod. And that pretty much is, I would say, if anyone wants to just have a good solid mod, mod pack for Minecraft, Technic is great. It's got all the main mods you'd want. It does, and you can you can play vanilla Minecraft. You can load in the game and play the game and never know the mods are like really there. But if you want to, you can do the extra crafting recipes. There's also a whole bunch of other stuff that help the game, like um, stack replacers. Uh, There's there's a a mod called Too Many Items, which pretty much just adds a whole 
like when you go into your inventory on the the right side it shows you all the items in the game and if you click on it, it shows you the crafting recipes which for someone playing minecraft for the first time that it's huge so it's it's pretty cool yeah that, that's honestly a lot of this stuff just brings up shortcomings of the main game like i know that they want to make it like oh you discover the recipes but i mean come on like not all of us are 10 and have 30 hours well, yeah, but to they, they drop changed into this it thing. for like the console versions where you do actually have well, yeah, the, the console uh, version that's great but i own it on pc like yeah i don't know pc version is the main version like it has the i mean most i features. have i have all vanilla i mean almost all vanilla kind of crafting recipes metamorized and they all they make sense for the most but i don't i guess i i know i know what you mean peter it's it's yeah. tough like to have someone it's, in the it's game. just really it's really daunting especially someone like me that we're like i might have two hours a week that i can play video games yeah, then honestly, I'm not going to spend two hours memorizing recipes. Like, yeah, then then you then you want them on too many items, which pretty much just gives you all. You literally put in the search bar, you just type in let's say bed, and you, bed pops up in the thing. You click on it and show you that it's uh, wood planks and wool, and you'd say, "Huh, how do you make wood planks?" And you click on wood planks, and actually the recipes are recursive, so you can actually like look a recipe inside a recipe, right? And you find that you get wood planks from wood. Sorry, it like it it comes with recipe mode, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, th- yeah, and that is what it's kind of mainly used for, and it's it's a great mod. It's all a discussion of principle at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, and, and I know you guys already like, did like a pretty whole episode. Yeah, of mine, so I didn't <laughs> yeah, want to like, bring it up again. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, like, that sounds great, but it it in it, 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 I guess the main problem I have is like not it's not even that you have to download the mods, but the fact that it's in the console version but not in the PC version. Is just like insult to injury. Just like, oh, it's not here, but it's over here. So, but so you you're bought the one that was more recipes, expensive right? and apparently better, but you don't have all the features. It's like these things should be the same. Like these things should, the features from the console version should somehow get into the PC version. You know? Well, oh, wait, hold on. I think the the PC version has more features than console right now. No? Yeah, but yeah, it, it has it has the usability tweaks that are better. Like it's more usable. You, I think I mean, part just, of the reason it has like that stuff on console versions though is because it's easier to do that with a controller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can easily just use your mouse and click around. Can can you use a controller in Minecraft? No, you can't. You can't use yeah, one on not, PC. But I mean, no. I mean, look, there are weird... there are controller mods. I mean, I mean, again, yes, mods. That is kind of weird to me though. How like they because someone at some point has taken the time to code it in one of the versions. Yeah. yeah but keep in mind, um, first of all, okay, so Minecraft's written in Java. They oh, had yeah. to pretty much rewrite it for scratch for the consoles in a completely different language. Oh totally, yeah, yeah, totally, but, yeah, but, but controller, but controller code is fairly simple, especially it's so when simple. we're yeah, like you just I, have I, to I look at the logic. I think most people who play, okay, I, I can't really say this, but I was just gonna say, a lot of people who play Minecraft on the PC wouldn't. You'd have to change the PC version a lot to make it so it's like controller friendly. Well, exactly. That's the usability. That I mean, that's simple as a boolean. It's as simple as a boolean. Controller connected, change UI. Controller not connected, PC UI. But yeah, they they would have have to. They would basically need to implement the feature set from the console, and that's I think the thing that me and Peter are kind of like in agreement on is like the PC version, the console version. Right now, are sectionalized from each other. Yeah, but they don't have. But they don't have to be. They really don't. It wouldn't be too difficult to implement the the features 
air quotes, of the consoles into the PC and vice versa, at least with regards to using a controller and then altering the interface to accommodate that. But regardless, we've talked yeah. a lot about Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, lied. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of talking about Minecraft. And I lied. I actually <laughs> did. As, as much as you guys talk about it, and like I like, like I, I totally support the modding community. Like I think that's great. I think it's awesome that they can add things to it. But it still doesn't get past the fact that I'm just not going to play Minecraft unless, like, it's just hanging out with people on the server or hanging out with people in the game. But I'm not going to get into it, you know? Like, it's just not my thing. Yeah. And and we could have an hour-long discussion about why it's not my thing, but I don't think that's going to help anybody who's listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard a couple people who are just like, you know, it's just not my cup of tea. It's a very specific, like, concept for a game. And it, oh, yeah. Yeah, some it, people it, just... I guess it, it, it's frustrating to me more than anything because... I fucking love Legos. I love building things. <laughs> but to me, Minecraft is not a good building thing. Because, I don't know. Just, I lied. I played Tekken 6 yes! this week. I played a game. <laughs> Tekken 6 is awesome. That's right. We're hijacking this bitch. So that's the fighting yeah. game, right? It's a fighting no. game. I played, is, is I, I played as the Cheetah Man. Is 6 uh, like old King, or is that King. like... A... King's my favorite character in Tekken. Yeah, wait. How old is Tekken 6? I don't even know. It came out uh, like 2010 ish. 2010. Oh, okay. So it's it's fairly it's like it's it's fairly old. In a, they've released like yeah. special versions of it. So like, oh yeah. They, every other year they're like, it's the new version of Tekken Six with two new fighters. It's like okay, thanks. Yeah, I I played it with my uh, fighting stick. Uh, I had a friend over on Monday because Tuesday we had off, so we decided that it would be a great night to drink heavily and play fighting games. And so Dude. we played Tekken. And you should I play with me them. online. Maybe. I have, I have, you know, I have like every fighting game. I know you do. No, we also Injustice. Yeah, I have yep. Injustice. Actually, nice. I have. T- I'm gonna have two copies of it after next month's PS Plus offerings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, I have Injustice on my computer, and I, I quite like. It. I mean, I'm a big DC hero mm. fan. So, what do you? What do you? Yeah, like I think it's. I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's as good as Mortal Kombat. But Unfortunately, I'm not too experienced as a as a fighting genre kind of person. I mean, you know, I like yeah. played at a friend's house, like the other games, you know. But I noticed it, it feels um quicker. It's more a little bit the the, the actions feel a little bit quicker. Than yeah, Mortal Kombat at least is a little bit uh deliberate. Well, it depends on which version we're talking about. I here. mean, yeah, there are many, yeah. but there are the some more, fighting the new games one that are very is deliberate. A lot faster than any past Mortal Kombat has ever been. Yeah, but it's still. I mean, tr- from a traditional perspective, like yes, traditionally it has been a little bit slower. Um, Street Fighters also can be kind of like deliberate. At least I feel like I have to be deliberate. You know, it's it's not slow and clunky, but yeah, it's not like it when you hit a button. It's not like a frame a single frame to punch it feels more like four or five you know it's yeah there's these slight tweaks that make it feel different and you could say injustice is a little too fast like you know some of the moves feel like a little unnaturally too fast you know you know you've got uh, depends on what character we're talking about yeah you know like for example someone like uh catwoman who i know is is a pretty fast character it makes sense that her you know attacks are real quick and you know they blur a little bit you know because that's kind of that makes sense for her character Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I said shizzle, Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> because no, no one was saying anything. Joke. No one was saying anything, and I'm like shizzle. shizzle. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. 
Hey, sure. you know what I also uh, found? Uh, you guys Have you guys heard of Pokemon 3D? Mm-hmm. What? I recently just found Pokemon 3D, so pretty That's much I took... for a while. You yeah, just now but found I mean... Pokemon yeah, 3D, I can't believe I just... I don't found... even know what this is. You mean right, Pokemon 3D? Let's explain it. No, so pretty much what they did is it's a fully, like, fan-made, like, Pokemon mm-hmm. game. So what they did is they took the, the file assets from gold and silver and uh, a little bit of a uh, heart... Heart gold and soul silver, you know the the two, those two, and yeah. uh, they pretty much using just the, your basic like DirectX code. They made everything 3D, so they have like you know the floor textures on the ground and all the building textures. They've kind of like raised up at a 90 degree angle, so you can be like in first person mode. So it's like pretty much just like a first person, you know, uh, Pokemon game. So they, it's pretty, it's the same exact game, the same exact gold and silver game. But it's in it's 3D, and I have to say uh, they they did a really nice job, you know, for completely you know fan made, you know all the uh, you know there's a few a, f- a few stuff that they're still like working on, but it's been great. Mm-hmm. I've been really enjoying that. Oh, and it's got full controller support, so it's nice to sit back and play some Pokemon. And it's pretty cool because you get that like you get the old textures, so you get that whole nostalgia factor, but then you also get like a little bit more immersive feeling because it's 3D. It, it'd be like kind of how I imagine Pokemon. I wanted Pokemon to be like when I was, you know, a kid playing Gold and Silver. So I thought it was pretty cool. This, looking at this disappoints me, and I don't mean that I'm disappointed in the game. I just scrolled down and looked at the requirements, and it says XNA 4.0. Yeah, and just, I, did, I, I mean, as someone who has made games in XNA, it kind of upsets me. Because XNA is such a great game development framework. And, then and fucking Microsoft, yeah, it. fucking Microsoft killed it. Irritates well, me. I think it made it easy to kind of just like it, I think it was easy just to throw together a 3D world with some textures and Xbox controller. You know. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's but just that framework was really good, and I've still used it for some projects, but it's been dead for a couple of years now. I feel like I feel like everyone kind of feels like uh, Microsoft just kind of ruins things. Like you know <laughs> when Microsoft bought Skype, and it just yeah. I don't know. Ever, ever since then, I feel like Skype hasn't really been the same. And I then, still, I still love the fact that uh, there was a short time after Microsoft bought Skype that Skype was not on Windows 8, but it was on the PlayStation Vita. Like that just makes me laugh. But there was like a month there. Yeah. Oh boy. And then every, you know how everyone complained when uh, Microsoft bought Minecraft, but we're not going to go back into that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, C-Sharp is open source. Oh, yeah? Wait, now maybe it'll run on other things besides Windows? Hopefully. Which means... Wait, are there any games that we know of that are written in C- No, probably no, not. No, nothing's, nothing's written in C-Sharp. <laughs> nothing is running in C-Sharp. <laughs> Literally C-sharp. nothing is in C-Sharp. Unless it's on XNA. Unless it's a Windows pro- uh, Microsoft product, it doesn't run in C-Sharp. Well, wait, wait, XNA is C-Sharp. C++. So, uh, not very at all. It, oh. it, uh, C sharp is more like Java. They're not the it's, same, but it, they behave very similar in terms of like garbage collection, like just how they yeah. manage Dude, data. You, you can copy and paste Java code into a C sharp file, and it'll just run. Uh, <laughs> sort of. Most I mean, of yeah, the time. yeah. Like you, you have to change. A you'll few have things. to tweak a few things, but yes, by and large, it'll uh, behave exactly. Does it, as you does it run on it a virtual machine like Java does? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, so that's that's different. Yeah, no, it's a it's not as uh 
top heavy as Java, but yeah. it's, Sydney, it's, I, it's I don't still know how well slow. you. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't know anything. I, I don't want to. Sydney, are you computer? <laughs> she doesn't kinda... know anything. She doesn't <laughs> know anything. Yeah, I don't. I what is RAM? RAM, like the memory thing? No, like the the animal. That's a goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like you, Kyle. You're cool. You you can stay. You can, can stay. I, I'm, I'm here Sydney, next week too. Sydney, did, you I, gotta, did I earn you that? Gotta, uh, you gotta get the pick hell it up. Out. You gotta pick it up. You gotta you gotta man up. <laughs> it's just so hard because I don't care. <laughs> oh well, boy. Well, what you playing anything, Sydney? Yes. Mm-hmm. What have you been playing, Sydney? Well, first of all, since I didn't get to say anything earlier because you guys were talking too much. The website you were promoting, like the Technic thing, it's technicpack.net. Because yeah, you get yeah, a technic.com, it takes you to like some chemistry thing, and I yeah, was, don't. like, I don't want this. And you can use controllers with the Microsoft PC version. It's not that hard to do. Yay! <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Microsoft you, you, okay, PC, what do you we mean? We were saying you can't use it out of the box. If you're saying there's a mod, oh. then yeah, we know. We were taught. It's not a mod, I don't think. Sydney it's like- complains about us talking too much, doesn't listen to a damn thing we say. Yeah. Sydney, yeah. we were saying out of the box, you download it, it doesn't work. You have to you have to install yeah, something. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. But one of the things I notice is if it's a console game and then it gets goes to PC, they always have the controller support. But the other way yeah. around, I feel like they kind of just don't really bother because they, I guess they assume that if it was on PC first, it's better with the keyboard. Like for I mean, it's trying to think. There's some indie titles I know that started off on yeah uh, PC that did have <laughs> native. Support, but yeah, no. There's one example yeah. like Terraria started off on PC, then the console versions came out, and they're like, okay, I wait. Did they add? Su- Actually, they may not have added they, support. I think no, they added I, it. I, they I, may I have like added keyboard it. and mouse or certain things, and then other things I, I like controller. I'm not like a you know a, a PC snob that I have yeah. to use keyboard and mouse. For but everything. there are some things where it's just Same. better, like you know RTSs. Oh, yeah, uh, there's real-time certain things, strategy. Like, do you guys know the uh, the the keyboard layout for uh, Mass Effect Three? That no. sounds it's, scary, and I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's still it's still um it bothers me. All right, so um dive out of the way, uh get in cover, jump over cover, use item, and sprint are all spacebar. Now on a controller, that makes a lot of sense because it's it's it'd be the same kind of it'd be the same like feeling. Mm-hmm. But on uh, a keyboard and a mouse, it's awful. Uh, and I wish they kind of like separated those two. And one of the things that's, that really drives me crazy is I thought, okay, I'll just plug in my Xbox controller. They don't have controller support for the PC version of Mass Effect. What and I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And I this is coming from Bioware, a yeah, yeah, traditionally too. PC developer. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, but I don't know. And also I noticed is they... um. I, it, the console is getting more popular. I noticed, um, starting with, cause I, I played through, well, I haven't finished the third one yet, but I, I played through the first one, the second one, and I noticed the games got more like friendly. Oh, yeah. Towards console versions. Like, you could tell they, they kind of like, you know, the, the textures improve from like the first Mass Effect to Mass Effect 2, but they pretty much didn't change to 3. And obviously that's just because, you know, the consoles, during that generation, you know, the 360 and the PS3, they didn't have too much uh, VRAM for uh, mm-hmm. for textures. So there's just little stuff like that. Um, there's, there's some other stuff that kind of bothered me with 3. You can you can just stop playing 3 because... I end, heard, yeah, and I heard the, the, the ending is so disappointing. 
I, I've been telling people like not to spoil it for me, but I don't even know. I feel I, like you just need to follow through at some. That this yeah, point. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it up, and I'll, then I'll, I'll I'll go online and, and join the, uh, the the big nerd rage of Mass Effect three ending stuff. Which pretty much every time I've seen the word Mass Effect three and ending, I've had to close a tab because yeah. I don't want to ruin anything. Because I hear it is a pretty pretty like big, you know, it's a pretty like it's pretty story driven ending that you don't. Want. I don't want to say anything, but I'm just gonna say. It's not a big deal. Yeah, like that. That's I, the, just, the thing that's disappointing about it is that the ending wasn't a big deal. That's the yeah. And the, one part. of the things is like I've already poured like I don't know, like almost eighty hours into these games because I, I started with one and I kind of did them in oh, sequence yeah. the best I could. Oh, I, I, I and I don't want to. I don't want to kind of like ruin something. <clears throat> sorry that I put so much time into. So, I mean, you know what? I, I've heard a lot of people have like made like fan made endings. I think I might just kind of honestly just go online and, and watch one of those after yeah. I beat the game. <laughs> I've I've actually a friend in uh Joe. Do you know this club at OSU? It's called um Game Creation Club. Uh yeah. I I joined it for a little bit, but their meetings were so sporadic that I just I don't I know if I want to say this like on the internet, but they, yeah, they 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 still need a little bit of work. But anyway, yeah. what I'm trying to say, there's a guy. He's in the club, and he said when you get to this part, and he, he described the part to me, like it was like you're right about to, you've almost beat the game. You're right about to go in the elevator. Pause the game, call me, and I'll, I'll give you how the ending should have been. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that. So, Sydney, what have you actually played, though? Because we just kind of, like, yeah, went off on your No, it's no problem. She brought it upon herself. She's been playing all my games. <laughs> I have. I just play Peter's games on Steam that he never plays. You guys share Steam? Mm-hmm. Steam share. Yeah, it's so good. I saw you playing Civilization V. The Steam mm-hmm. Share is can really you, good. Can you tell me a little bit about Steam Share? Or uh, I'm probably you, so I mean no, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be for family, but I just added Sydney to my family, and you can share basically um, as long as I'm not playing that game, she can play it. But if I'm playing really? the same game, then she cannot play it. But you guys could be both logged in and both playing different games and doing yes. online things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. How many people can be on a like uh, five people? So like a moderately sized family. so yeah that's pretty cool i mean like one of the things though is like i don't know if i want to like for example my well yeah that's a cool idea it works really works out really well because i've bought so many of the uh these humble humble bundles that have like hundreds of games so yeah i know what you mean they're just sitting there so it's like you might as well play them because i'm not (laughs) well certain games like let me think of like a a really like heavy someone named to me like a real heavy like single player game that there's no point that two people would be you know what i mean what's like like a really big single uh, player yeah okay like final fantasy let's just let's just final fantasy 13 what i like for example my girlfriend she really wanted to play but i mean we don't both didn't want to buy the game so she knew i had a a better desktop so she just Mm -hmm. bought it on mine so it could handle it you know, that'd be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. And, and, it, it, could... and it fixes the issue of, like, having to share accounts with people instead yeah, of, like... Steam oh, always kind of got angry. They'd be like, hey, put in your password again. Are you a, a hacker? Or... Exactly. Yeah. And this fixes that, which is great. So I've been really happy with it. So... Steam, Steam freaks out every time I go to Hong Kong. My family actually lives in Hong Kong. So uh, <laughs> I go there during winter and summer, and every time I go there, it seems like, Whoa! Some some guy in China just hacked your account. I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's okay. Uh, the same the same thing happened when I went to Japan. 
Yeah. I, uh, I logged into Steam. They're like, you're getting fucked in Jap- Japanese people. <laughs> yeah, I know, control right? your games, man. <laughs> like, no. Dude, it's actually pretty cool is, um, have you been, did you go to any, like, the cyber cafes in, uh, in Japan? I didn't go to any cyber cafes. I went to this, a maid, a maid cafe, though. Well, it's pretty cool because, um, I don't know, they have, like, you, you, I walked, I go to, in, in Hong Kong, they have all these, like, cyber cafes. You pay by um, the you hour. You walk in. Yeah, you, and actually, the prices are pretty cheap. Like, I'd have to convert it. Um, but it's, it's very reasonably priced. Like, you could spend a whole day there and maybe, like, like, I think 24 hours maybe is, like, $10. Like, for all day. Just sit there and, yep. you know, live in your own filth and just play video <laughs> games so your eyes bleed. And that's, like, $10. Yeah, and that, people that, do that. Like, literally, you walk in and pretty much a whole bunch of Asian people all doing League of Legends and Dota just, like, oh, yeah. forever. And then I heard about the guy that uh, died in one of those cafes because he was playing WoW too much. <laughs> I could see no, you, you see a lot. You see WoW too there. Pretty much, I'm the only one there who actually's like trying to like plays like uh, like games that you know, like for example, a game that I wouldn't purchase, like The Amazing Spider-Man Two, which I heard got horrible reviews, but I still yeah. kind of want to play it, and it Me too. happened to be there. So I'm like, sure, I, I mess around with it, you know. So hmm. that's cool. That kind of thing. But Sorry, I want to get those trophies, to man. So yeah, I pretty much ignored all your suggestions last week and just started playing. Yeah, Civ. I was gonna say you didn't you didn't <laughs> listen to us at all. I'm not even angry. She picked a good game. Sorry, like what are you talking about? I missed. I wasn't. She picked a good game, but I don't know. I was, I was kind of. <laughs> we we play... tried to sell her on a bunch of indie bullshit, and no, then I... she turns around and okay, plays Portal Civilization is, Portal Five. Is not, Portal's not indie bullshit. Okay, whatever. Bullshit. Wait, so you haven't played Portal? She has not played Portal. Well, I mean, like, I've played Portal before, I've just that. never, like, I I, fully I played it, and I've done co-op, <laughs> like I've said last week. Co-op does not count. It's not the same. I, I don't it's know. I, I think game. the Portal, Portal 2 for co-op was, was pretty well done. I really yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, but it's not the same as playing Portal. It's different, you know? Well, okay, experience. wait, you mean, like, the, the co-op story, you mean? Yeah, the co-op story. You've got to play the, the single player, and then you can play the co-op story. Yeah. That's what I'm the, saying. Because the, there was only, they couldn't... The single player feels like you are, you, you feel like you are that character in that world. Cope, I feel like I'm just having fun with my friends solving pu- puzzles. I don't really feel. Robot. Yeah, because you're a robot. And I think that was hard to, but it, it made sense why they did robots. Um, did, did you, have you guys ever listened to the, 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 the um, developer commentary in those games? Valve does it for like all the games. I tried, okay, so I played through the game, I think on PS3. And then I got it for the PC, and I went to listen to the commentary right out the gate, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no! You, you must play, play a game, game first." And yep. that ups- and so yeah. I tried to like get through the first three levels and then replay it with commentary. And I thought the commentary was really fucking fascinating, but they did. It was. But they did it like, I, and this is a trend, and it really bums me out with commentary. Is they just like they have those nodes, and you just have to like sit around and wait. For them to yeah. finish, and I, I'm, thinking, yeah, I'm honestly I thinking that, um, I might just go on YouTube and just look up Portal Two commentary, or not. Just uh, have it play uh, continuously. Exactly. As yeah, yeah, game. just let them play through. But there's so much stuff I learned about just kind of game making and how kind of Valve's philosophies and stuff. I loved it. It was, it was great. Oh yeah, you know, I think you know every game, game should does, have commentary. You know what game does commentary right though? What T- Thomas was alone. It just plays. You don't have to go. That, that one is very good. It, yeah, 
I loved. I only played that game with the commentary. Yeah, it's like me too. It was like super the game itself is just kind of okay, but the commentary is great. Hmm. How was like Civ Five, Sydney? If, if there was no commentary, I probably would not have finished that game. <laughs> how was so? How was Civ Five not um, Beyond Earth? I know. I know. Civilization came out with the uh, Civ. What is it called? Civilization Beyond Earth? Yeah, that's... Like the newest. Yeah. She's only playing Civ Five because that's the one I own. Wow, right. <laughs> I think it's a good one, so... Oh, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I, I, I have Civ Five and I played it quite a bit with, like, friends and stuff, but I enjoyed playing it with friends, but I feel like I never, like, got it. I don't know how to put it like that. Like, I feel like I always was just kind of, like, going through the motions, and I didn't know if I was doing things right. I just, like, eventually either was killed or you know, struggled, and I don't know. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> there is a lot I, of high-level strategy that isn't yeah. really well elaborated on. Like, I, I'm i the kind of person, and I think a lot of people play games like this as well, where you try to do everything, a little bit of everything, and then you get hosed because someone has, like, steamrolled. Yeah, they've been <laughs> maxed or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's... And that's kind of how Civ is because not only does Civ have that like requirement that you min max stuff, but there are certain civilizations that are better that at that than others, and it's not always readily apparent because the bonuses they provide are such that it you know there's a lot of indirect um, contributions in that game. Like you know, having more money might mean that you can have a more powerful military because you can build things instantaneously, but you wouldn't mm-hmm. know that off the off the uh, off your initial yeah. impressions because yeah. you might see another Civ that's like, oh yeah, our military has this one powerful unit that the others don't get. And it's like, well shit, is this the military civilization or do I want the one with the money? I don't know which. Well, like, one of the things that I wanted to do is when I got the game, my one of my, my close friends who kind of sold me to buy it like said, oh, you know, you gotta you got get this game. Uh, you know, I'm used to strategy games where you just literally kill the other person. You know, that's your goal. And he said, oh, no, you can do, like, uh, you know, a diplomatic victory, a science victory. Um, and I know with the expansion pack, you can do, like, a, a faith victory. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, I tried to do, like, a science victory. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll just... Uh, and, like, I, obviously, I just get killed because, you know, I can't really balance science and military. But... I look up online, like, how do you, how do you do a science victory? And I saw a guy just kind of like do a tutorial and you just gotta like go crazy. Like literally every action has to be min max exactly to get more science points to have any hope of getting that science victory before you, of course, you get like run over by somebody else's military. And it's even worse with the science victory because you're spending all this time, you know, collecting science and getting technologies. <laughs> but then at the end, you have to build a fucking spaceship. How do you build a spaceship? Yeah. You have to have high production and many right. c- cities that can accommodate that production. And, you know, if you are working towards the science goal, you probably don't have many cities that are capable of doing that. You know, it's that's where it becomes like at towards the end of the game. You kind of do have to do this balancing act, but you weren't planning for it. It's, yeah, it's really weird. Also is. I guess maybe I'm just not used to the system. I, the hexagons, I think, are cool, like the kind of the hexagon tile system, but I can never, like, feel, like, military right. Like, I almost want more, like, you know, the, the board game Risk, right? I almost wanted something more like that. I feel like when I'm trying to, like, take out a city or another unit, I'm just kind of, like, crowding all these, like, soldiers into these little tiles. I don't know. I'm not the biggest Civ Five fan. I think it's a, it's a cool idea, but I, I just couldn't get into it, really. I don't know why. 
I'm I'm kind of there with you just because honestly I didn't play it that much, but these types of games never ever really grabbed me. But that's but you know I got it because people have you know raved about how great it is. Um, and I think it's a great game. Just... It's still played. I think on Steam it's like one of the highest. Oh it's yeah, still played. yeah. I can believe that because I mean each game takes many hours. Um, oh yeah, I've I've actually never finished a multiplayer game. <laughs> like I like I played hours and hours. With like my friends, and like we always like, all right, cool, this is this is good. You know, we played for you know three or four hours, and we play again. And I've never been able to finish it. I don't. It just takes forever. Sorry, what were you saying, Peter? It's like a game of Monopoly. No, I was just yeah, I yeah. was just saying that I agree with you Long that like and, and just uh role, um strategy games in general. I oftentimes I'm just like, well, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. I'll just throw all these guys out. Like, well. I won. I don't know if that's I won the right way or if that was just by chance. Yeah, I notice a lot of strategy games. Like for example, like StarCraft. Like people StarCraft 2, people tell me like cuz I like Age of Empires, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's more nostalgia for me, I think, but um people have told me to like play StarCraft 2 and I'm like if I were to play that game, like I don't know if I could enjoy it because it's so like played now that there is like what you have to do to win. You can't just kind of like say, I guess I'll, I'll build more units here and I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll place this, this building here. You know, you can, there's almost like a known strategy, you know. And I feel like I, I couldn't, what I like in video games is a lot of choice. I like, you know, like in Skyrim. But the meta you, you, becomes part of the game and that's where it yeah. kind of breaks down. And this is why I can't do fucking League of Legends because there is a right way to play the game uh, yeah, objectively. Yeah almost to a point and, so i can't and do the it. opposite of that like for example a game like skyrim is you couldn't say you, you couldn't make the argument that sky there's a right way to play skyrim skyrim you you literally you do do whatever you want that is the point of the game and i really like that is there's you can get good in skyrim you know you could say oh i'm really high level and i got all these this great gear but you can really just do whatever you want you can be using a sword and say okay i want to use a bow now and i really like that you know you couldn't you couldn't do that in um like, you couldn't do that in, like, an MMO. You couldn't just, you know, be, you know, a dual-wheeled soul reader and just, like, oh, all right, I'm going to use a bow and arrow now, you know? And the same thing with, like, uh, those, like, real-time strategy games. You can't just, like, decide to do something. It's got to have an absolute purpose. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Is that all, Sydney? <laughs> Is that all you're playing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Who, did, sorry, who, did, who did you play as Sydney? Sydney, who did you play as? What Civ? France. France. Oh wait. Oh, did you, of did course. you go for the uh, the culture victory there? Nope, science. Huh? Did you? F- yeah. See, that, that's that's more to my point is you. you I don't. I couldn't see someone because uh, France's like focus is like um, culture. <laughs> oh, what? Well, Am I, I wrong? Really high culture, culture, culture too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. going for the science victory. Right, and like I, I would like that'd be cool to say I'm playing France and going for a science victory, but I feel like you have to pick the right sieve for the right kind of victory, otherwise you're just not doing it. Right. I mean, depending on the difficulty, it becomes a lot yeah, easier yeah. to kind of fudge it. Like I, I've tried to move up, and I'm now like on Prince, which is normal, and that's when you really have to start worrying about that. You know, I've like seen people who like say, I don't know, maybe maybe they're just like lying. Like to me, just to brag, but like I've seen people like, oh yeah, I can play Civ Five and the hardest difficulty, you know, my eyes closed with one hand and just so, so easy, you know. I'm, I just play just with bragging. my I play with my penis, just yeah. I just exactly. tap with the keys one at a time. I just slam my face on the keyboard and I 
<laughs> I just throw my PC out the window and I win. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all comes down to your definition of winning at that point, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You so you liking it, Sydney? Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we could play a game sometime. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle was talking to me about this, oh, and yeah, I yeah, kind yeah. of agree. Is maybe at some point we need to have like a game night where we all play like the same thing or yes. something, and then like we discuss it on the show because we are pretty disjointed. Like, actually, having Kyle here has been really helpful because I have shit to talk with him about. Oh yeah, um, me too. And you do too. Really? And. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, me and I, I didn't know I had I kept the I didn't know I was keeping the glue together. <laughs> you kind of well, because when I brought up Terra Battle, and I'm like, yeah, it's like a JRPG. Peter doesn't give a shit about JRPGs, except for oh, well, except to be for, honest, uh, okay, Final Fantasy to be truthfully honest. That's the but that's your only perspective. But no, it was cool though that you actually had played Final Fantasy yeah. Ten and had that like new perspective to kind of give, and then you know, it's it's I, it's interesting. Let's just say I I wouldn't like consider myself like a very good at playing video games. Like, you know, I, I die... Well, I, I don't know. I guess I put things on pretty hard difficulty. I put things usually on hard. But what I'm trying to say is... I, I, <laughs> no, I, dude, I'm not that good at video games. Dude, also, I play it on hard. Dude, I fucking <laughs> suck. I, okay. Don't even talk about... Su- Metal Sydney Gear Solid. Peter can't Sydney even play Metal Gear Solid. all the time. <laughs> I, I, I do. I, one of the things I usually <laughs> brag about is that I did play through uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist on Perfectionist Difficulty. And I was just like, oh, it wasn't hard enough. <laughs> uh, I died a whole bunch. But anyway, look, what I'm trying to say is I, I one of the things I noticed that I'm different from most gamers is my diversity of video games. Like, if you'd go through my Steam library, you'd see about every genre. And it's not just, like, you know, one hour in, you know, those games that I just saw on a Steam sale. Like, I've actually really tried to understand that genre and, you know, put time into it and understand, you know, its its individualities. So, I think that's what why, Joe, you think I... It's because, you know, I do have a little bit of knowledge on kind of each of the And that helps, and that helps, yeah. because I, I, I don't know if you've gotten to this podcast yet, but if you do continue listening to them, there will be a, an episode where I start talking about Dark Souls, and it's crickets the whole time. <laughs> Joe, the well, only like, yeah, experience I like Dark Souls, Souls is but watching I know about you it. play it. <laughs> I know, no, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, blaming you for anything, Peter. Know, I'm just saying, like, there's there's no perspective. It's so just, I feel like I'm talking to a wall. That game scares the shit out of me. It's not that bad. No, it's just, like, I, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, how to, like, I, I don't know. I guess, uh, you have not, you have not absorbed the osmosis like I have. The osmosis. Because I've been like in the I've, same room I've as a lot of people to, who play that game. I'm looking forward to playing Dark Souls, to be honest. It's pretty. It's. I think it's a good game. I think. Should I play? Should I play Demon Souls in the original? I mean, no. or then Dark Souls. No, and well, Dark Souls. Hey, start hey, at shut Dark up! Souls. Shut up, Peter. <laughs> shut up. Everyone says start at Dark Souls. Yeah. Souls. Guess what? Guess which game has more people playing it? Who? Who will? Of course, they're gonna say that. No one has perspective. No, no, I mean, wait, everyone which, that which I've talked to says that Demon Souls is a lot harder to get into it, than Dark Souls. Okay, yes. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Dark Souls is a but, good entry point. Well, but, I mean, it really depends. Okay, here are the funny... Okay, if here, someone came up to me and said, like... Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Are, what's, there, a, what's a series that's history but, like, has one good entry point? Um, Probably know. Zelda. If someone said what uh-huh. Zelda game they should start playing, I'd say... uh the most recent one, not start at the fucking beginning. Yeah, well, okay, but keep in mind that's 
because they don't really have like too much of a connecting story. They pretty much reteach you the well, game. Dark Souls doesn't have a connecting story either. Not to Demon well, okay, Souls here's, anyway. Here's what I'm really oh, right. mainly asking. Let's say I was to I was as good to say I want to play the the Batman Arkham series. You'd say start the first one because each game, even though the stories aren't oh, yeah. really connected, each game they teach you gameplay mechanics. Dude. You'd, you'd, All right. You wouldn't. Dark Souls are completely separate. Hang on. It's in the same world. Okay. But well, do they reteach in the mechanics in Dark Souls Two? Dark Souls Two is okay. Dark Souls what? Two does a better job teaching. You I'm going to fight one. everyone in this room because I'm the only one who's played these fucking games. That, that you make a good point. All there. right. <laughs> but I've watched a lot of videos of these. I games. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I've no, watched videos. Here, here's the deal. Okay. Dark Souls One and Two are technically. D- two is a sequel of one. However, the game is structured in such a way where it might as well not even matter that there was a game before it. The c- story connections are so minor and so like minuscule uh-huh. that it won't even really play into your enjoyment of the game overall. The story is almost completely like separate. You know, it doesn't really have much connection with one. Now, with regards to playing Demon Souls or Dark Souls first, Dark Souls has is pretty much open world. It has zero connecting, like, well, no, I'm sorry, that's the opposite. It has a ton of connections. It's a web. It's a web. Mr. I've played them all. Fuck off. Anyway. (laughs) No, yeah, there's a lot of different connections, and it's easy to both get lost and go into the wrong direction early on and not know it. There's really no guiding hand, which, you know, a lot of people enjoy that about Dark Souls, but it's not necessarily good when you have zero knowledge of how the game plays or any of the uh, just mechanics. The stats themselves are a fucking enigma, you know, that you have no guide for. So understanding what does what can be pretty difficult in and of itself. Now, the difference between Dark Souls and Demon Souls, Demon Souls has a few more archaic uh, archaic mechanics, such as encumbrance, which is most unfortunate. However, it has linearity, which makes it a little bit easier to... Uh, just kind of like settle yourself into. So the control schemes are very similar, if not identical, and there are a few different playing weapons and scaling, at least with regards to what's weak to what and how weak it is. But aside from that, if you want a game where you can just kind of like hone the mechanics and have no real concern with where you're going, just that going forward... Like if that's if you just want to work on the raw mechanics, Demon Souls will help you with that. Dark Souls, you gotta juggle a lot more on your plate early on, and that can be kind of problematic. So you don't have to finish Demon Souls first, but I would not say don't play it. <laughs> you mean like just skim the game like you'd skim a book? Skim, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like it. There's. It's, it, I, I'm making a joke because it really doesn't like work like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, actually, exactly. you kind of wish I could do that. I'm gonna fight. I, okay, I'm gonna fight all of you games. again. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I know, I'm right? gonna fight all of you again because you can't. Have you seen my Steam wish list? I'm, like literally, like I don't have the I don't have the time in my everyone life. Everyone like, in this room is going to die. Do. Everyone in this room is going to die because you can skim the game because it plays <laughs> very much like Mega Man in that you have one level that you beat first and it's relatively short. And then it opens up four more worlds. And the thing is, all the worlds are leveled very similarly in that if you go into it, you're not going to get your shit wrecked immediately. But they have different enemies and mechanics in each one that you have to adjust to. So you can kind of skim it if you play a little bit of every world once and just kind of like recognize what ga- what uh, techniques you have to use and where to use them. 
So you kind of can skim it. You're not going to okay, like so... get to the end. The point point is I think Dark Souls is more worth your time in finishing, but I think you can get a certain appreciation for Dark Souls and where it came from if you play a little bit of Demon Souls. Okay, so then here, here's my main question is like I, I there's a whole bunch of games I want to play, right? And I've noticed it's lots of times I've been buying these like these you know cuz it makes more sense like for example, I bought the BioShock trilogy, I bought the Arkham Arkham Asylum trilogy, yeah. then I bought the um the Mass Effect trilogy. And cuz I say these ge- this these series are excellent games and I usually play them and what happens is like for example BioShock, right? Um I haven't played BioShock Infinite, so spoilers beware. Look, um anyway, I'm sorry to play the first Bioshock game, right? And I, I love it and all, but I'm like, to get to Bioshock Infinite, I feel like now I'm obligated to play all three, but, like, I don't have time to, to you know, to play all three of those games so, while I'm trying to play these other games that I want. So the but, thing is, like, just just for that example, Bioshock... I heard um, I can skip two. You, so. could, you could skip two. Like, yeah, two, yeah. The, and I heard two it Two has no good. connection to Infinite, but one does have connections to two, so... That being yeah. said, I, I heard that two has do. better is a better game. But again, oh it, no, I, it, I heard I heard I heard two was a bit of a money grab. Like that one sold so well. Well, that just, two, well it is a is, bit of a money two grab. Two is a better game, is that in that it plays better? Yeah, you're gonna get the story that you need out of one, and two's story is just kind of extra. So yeah. yeah. So for, which, what I'm saying is, let's say I played. Um, what, what I'm saying is, as I don't want to. If there's a game that comes in a trilogy, if I'm only gonna like, I only want, let's think of it like as you're, you're tasting food. You only want like a little bit of what that feels like, right? I don't, if I like it more, am I going to feel saddened by the downgrade to go back as opposed to the opposite way around where I'm gonna like the original so much? Like, for example, it, let's say I played Mass Effect. Well, I guess those are, are pretty big story oriented. But like for example, you wouldn't want to play the Mass Effect theory series backwards no. because there's a couple. There's a not only that the story would kind of like it wouldn't make sense, but you'd also have like a lot of mechanics that like yeah. you would miss, and yeah, like, you know also graphics that would be downgraded and stuff like no, that. No, Kyle, I I would say that in almost every case you can't go back. Yeah, that's what's what I'm saying is if I'm going to play Dark Souls two, and I like it. And can I go play Dark Souls 1, or just it won't be the same? It'll just be too much of a doubt. Uh, okay, and that's a good point. Um, that's that's what least, I was really Yeah, asking. okay, because I was getting on my Demon Souls tangent because I'm constantly mm-hmm. at odds with the Dark Soul menace. Um, but with, yeah, 2, two is a better playing game. <clears throat> it's a, well, it's a different playing game. I think, hmm. These are that's a good point. That's a good question because I haven't really you know, talked you know to a lot I'm of saying, people. Though, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause it's, it's hard to go back once you've you know you, yeah. you don't know what you're missing when you see the you know uh, the new game. I hmm. I honestly, I think Dark Souls One can still hold up as an experience. It's not so much of a downgrade. Two certainly makes improvements, but one one can still be enjoyed. I would so I would like I, an, I, would, I would, Kyle. Well, sorry. I was no, gonna, like, Kyle. I would say just start at Dark Souls one. Yeah, just try. Yeah, but one. here's just the thing: one. is let's say, let's say, um, here's here's like the the consequence of that is let's say I play Dark Souls one, and for some reason there was a feature in Dark Souls two that I would have liked a much better than one, and that because I played one and I didn't get that feature or I didn't get that experience, I no longer want to play Dark Souls, so I never get to Dark Souls two where 
if I just played Dark Souls 2, I would have enjoyed the whole thing and said, I don't need to go back to Dark Souls 1. Like, I'm, I'm good with kind of that well, mechanic. It's a, that's, well, that's a tough thing to say. The features in 1 and 2 are, I feel like, light and distinct enough that the only real improvement from 1 to 2 was they made magic a more viable strategy. Like, as a class, you could use magic, and some of the movement was kind of made to be a little bit uh, looser, like, not as deliberate. But other than yeah. that, I think you can still appreciate Dark Souls 1's... Um, it It's almost, almost like the difference between playing Legend of Zelda... What was it? Uh, Link to the Past... And Legend of Zelda for the original NES. One is technically a Jesus. downgrade in That's, graphics, oh, but you okay. can still enjoy Zelda One. You know, like I don't, I don't know about you. I enjoy playing old games and uh, okay. Uh, those those are very different games. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Joe, no. Zelda One, I cannot play that game. But really, past, you, I can play. What about all day okay? Long. How about Super Mario Bros. and Super Mario Bros. Three? Okay, that that's a better comparison. There we go. Mar- yeah, Mario Bros. One is timeless. Okay, well, well no, but uh, hold on, but that's you're not going to The mechanics I, I like is, the mechanics are reduced, but they're still and they're enjoyable in and of themselves. The rawness is yeah. fun, like it's not a problem. Yeah, you could definitely go from 3 to 3 to 1 on Mario. No problem. We're comparing Mario to Dark Souls now, you guys. You realize that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's, the, it's the most apt comparison because there are things missing from one that are in two, but mm-hmm. I don't think two's improvements well, are right. enough to I, hinder I think, Dark Souls one. So I think I mean I've got so many games that I honestly want to play. Yeah, but it's still that I bought on Steam that I you know, I'm just kinda going through them, but like mm-hmm. you know, I, I guess I I guess I've now decided that I'll, I'll do I'll do Dark Souls and then Dark Souls two, but like I actually finished two before I finished one, but I had seen so much of one up until that point, I might as well have already played it uh, <coughs> through uh, voyeurism. So wait, Kyle. Yeah. Um. So you've been playing Mass Effect like actively? Uh, you know, Mass Effect three, I kind of like. I played one real actively. And I loved yeah. it, like, played it all the time. I, then I played two right after one. Like, literally, the day I yeah. finished one, I loaded two and started playing that. And I loved it. I loved all the, the upgraded mechanics, and I felt like I was even more engaged in the story. And I went to three, and I don't know what happened. It just felt completely different. Um, and there's a couple... It's really the details they dropped, and I don't know if it's because councils got popular... Or maybe it's just me because there was a pretty big gap between two and three, um, well, for me. And then also, um, what was the other big thing? Uh, can't remember now. Yeah, I, I mean that's a, the difference between two and three is a different story. But yeah, I was just gonna see where you stood on uh, Mass Effect One because I know a lot of people. Uh, oh, one. I feel like I can't really two, say was like a revelation because like a lot of people don't looking back didn't like one nearly as much as two while i, feel like I one, look back i'm just like you know what one was really good like i really like one, one had an amazing story and i even i can't really say for three how the story is but i felt like the story for one i want to see that in like a freaking novel like that was it was <laughs> so good um, and then so, also I felt the music and just, I guess, I keep in mind, this is my first entrance into the Mass Effect universe. So mm-hmm. everything was so new and everything came at me so fast. Like, 
I remember, like, the opening scene when you have, like, the... Okay, keep in mind I'm a huge sci-fi fan. So every time, like, they really do a solid sci-fi kind of, like, you know, lore kind of, I love it. But yep. I remember the music kicked in and the spaceships went around and they kind of, like, started explaining everything. And just walking in the atmospheres and just how it felt, like, really, it was a really big feeling. It yeah, just felt did. like... I feel like the game developers in Mass Effect 1 poured their heart and souls into that game and the, the universe. And I felt like all the different aliens and the creatures all had their stories and how they existed. And you could go in the codex and just spend hours reading everything there. And I remember there was like little subtleties. Like, for example, if you were on like a spaceship, I remember there was this one like vending machine and you could go up and click on it and give you an advertisement for the vending machine. And they had like 15 different audio samples of different advertisements. So you could just keep playing through them. And I love that. I, I mm. mean, I'm, I know I'm, I'm a minority with that. Like, no, to dude, actually I, sit I'm right just, there with you. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, just, oh, it was so funny. And just like you pass by people and they're having like different co- uh, conversations about like stuff that was in that universe that you somehow felt connected to, but also like, like you existed in that world with them. And then when I got to Mass Effect 3, I didn't hear those. Like, I went to the same exact vending machine, no joke, because both of them are on the Citadel. The the advertisements were gone. And I'm like, what, what happened? Another big yeah. thing, and I know this is weird, that I, I guess it bothered me so much, um, is uh, the when you're when you're in combat, if you're in um, the, like the kind of the combat zone, you can't holster your weapon so pretty much it's your either you're talking to people and your weapons are holstered or they're not holstered you can't like tell your character to holster your weapon and one of the things i like is i like to holster your weapon your camera pulls back a little bit and you get a more of a third person i know the whole game's third person but you get a more perspective of the area and i feel like i'm freaking like super tense all the time because like no matter even if i killed all the guys in the room i'm still looking down the barrel of my gun as i'm like collecting Mm -hmm. ammo and running around the world and i feel like uh, i don't know and then another thing is they took out um this film grain effect yes Um, oh my god and i know like not many i'm pretty like when it comes to like graphics i am like i notice like everything and they have this, uh, do you also notice on the, the corners of your screen, they have a little, like, blackened, too? Almost like you're looking yeah, at it's an blackened, old... and, like, sometimes when you uh, rotate it, you get, like, um, oh, like, you get a, uh, a lens flare, kind of like the oh, Star Oh, yeah, Trek and movies. they change lens flare. Another thing is they notice is in Mass Effect 2, they had this new, like, stylistic uh, shadow effect. So the faces, the dynamics... The how uh, the the dark shadows and the light shadows kind of like a, a Renaissance style lighting system. Um, I know that it's a little bit hard to understand, but uh, pretty much they they dropped all that for three. It's almost like it felt like it like Call of Dutyified. Like they just kind of took out all the like the details and just kind of pumped it. They just like tried to appeal to like a really big audience. They didn't have time yeah. for like those little details. It, so it, that really kind of ruined it for for three and i feel like i have to play through three because i've already put so much time into like that universe mm-hmm. and then i hear with the the story being the the ending being so bad i don't know what to do i don't know it it just everything that i've read and heard about is that problem just, you by know. the time they got to three ea was for, uh, like pressuring them so much to sell so many copies yeah that they and had that's to do one of the things, things is i know ea and um i think ubisoft is another big one uh they've really been They've really been like just straight publishers. They could just say, look, company A, B, C, you need to sell this many copies. You need to make this much money. I don't care how you do it. And you need to put it on the market at this time. 
And I feel like there are a company they kind of have to do that. I mean, they, they, they are, I mean, they're public companies, right? So they yeah. have to like make their shareholders happy, but it, it can lead to some like pretty yucky games. Some gnarly. Yeah. It's almost isn't worth it. You know, like yeah. they'd be better off just delaying it and making the game better. Yeah. Like, um, in the long run. you know what? Uh, so one of the things they did is I really want to play Grand Theft Auto Five. I haven't played it yet, but because I'm a PC gamer, I'm waiting for the PC release. Mm-hmm. They keep pushing back the PC release, and I know console gamers, you know, on the internet are like laughing at PC gamers because we have to wait so long. But most PC gamers are kind of like in agreement that we're okay waiting. We know that a PC game is different than a console game. We want to make sure the port is solid. That you know, we get all the features yeah. we want. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see. Rockstar has a bad track record for PC. Yeah, ports. and I know a lot of people are on the fence with that. You know, I'm I'm kind of I'm a little bit more optimistic just because of. I, I feel like they're delaying it maybe because they say, "Hey, we want to make sure we've got uh, I don't know field of view. I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Got them sliders. Yeah, exactly. And I have to say, you know, I really like the sliders. I'll spend tons of time in my settings menu because that's the kind of person I am. Um, and whenever I see. Like I have you been in the I don't know if you played Mass Effect three on PC, but you go no, to the graphics I, I, settings. I uh, played all these games on PS three. Yeah, I, you go to the graphics settings and it, it kind of is just like what is it? It's like brightness slider. There's anti aliasing and this is on or off. Now I don't know if you have played <laughs> other PC games. Yeah, but yeah, that, that... you literally get a, a smorgasbord of uh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> anti aliasing options. Um, dynamic shadows is on off. I'm like. I guess. Um, yeah, but like, it's just a lot of, a lot of like different things. Um, oh, you know what they also changed that just was weird? Do you know in Mass Effect 1, when you turned around, let's say you just did a 360 turn. Yeah. The, the character would almost like lean into the turn. Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe. Yeah. 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 He would, yeah. he would, you could almost feel his weight as he was turning. Like if he was like doing like that kind of brisk jog, he does. It's not really brisk. It's a very, kind of like a slow, like, Mm-hmm. Kind of just walking Doing the around. Shepherd thing. The, the shepherd thing, yeah. And you turn, <laughs> you could almost see the way, like you could see his the momentum of his turn. And I feel like in three, you're just kind of like sliding on the ground, and he's got this. I don't know. This is like a really weird run. Like if you tell him to like sprint outside of combat, he almost looks like he's like he's got like a, an itch in his butt, and he's just like trying not to like. <laughs> I don't know. Like it freaks me out. I can't do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've got a, a few complaints about three, but one thing is every time I like don't want to play it anymore, I just go online and look at all the reviews from Mass Effect Three, and they're all in, like the high eighties, if not higher. And it's like I gotta play it because like it's supposedly a good game. Like by I guess I don't know, I don't know if you can trust reviews like that. I I find that a lot of times big games like that, just because they're linked to an old uh, series that was really good, can end up getting higher scores than I, they really deserve. I agree. Like, I'm not, yeah, uh, not going to make an argument that there's any, like, conspiracy, but, yeah, like, Final Fantasy thirteen, in my opinion, is the weakest Final Fantasy, yet still got very glowing reviews. Um, it got mixed, I heard. It, mm, it was, it was it got, in the 80s. It I'm has pretty a sure. high average. It's a very high average, and... Uh, and the same can be said for a lot of games um, that I've played. It's just... I don't understand how Zelda games continually get, like, nines. Because they're literally works of art and the voice of our generation, and if you don't like that, you can go... <laughs> no, 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 no. 
So, no. Joe, you're a Nintendo guy, and Peter, no, you're... No, I'm... Not, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, you need to listen to more of our yeah, podcast. Yeah, you need to listen. I'm it the Nintendo bad. guy. It gets bad. He's the uh, apologist, more here's, so. Here's what I'm, if, not the, I'm not an apologist. The thing is, I love Nintendo. You give them the benefit of a doubt, though. Like, no, compared, I do not give them the benefit of a doubt. Compared to me? I think... No, compared to you, sure. But <laughs> in general, like, I'm very much... I'm the kind of guy that looks at Nintendo and says... You guys need to get your shit together because if this keeps happening, if you keep going down this path, you're going to not exist in about 10 years. Well, you know what I noticed with Nintendo is when's the last time they invented a new, like a new, uh, what is it? It's called an IP, right? A yeah. New, like Wii Sports. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I they're, they're you, trying the to do. The last real new one was Pikmin. They're, yeah. they're trying to do Splatoon, and then, and then but I don't have a lot Splatoon, of though. I don't have a lot of faith that that's gonna be a long lasting franchise. Though I feel like that's gonna be Pikmin. No, Splatoon. Oh, Splatoon. Yeah, it's gonna be popular for a little while while it's out, but I don't think we're gonna have. It's not gonna you know be what, looked back. You know what I like on. about Nintendo is okay. So I know the Wii U was a failure, and I think we can. All, I don't know. I don't know if you, I think we can all agree on that. Can everyone agree oh, it's, here? It's 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 okay. It's a pretty much a failure. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing that I like. I. I I haven't really used the Wii U, but this is what I like about Nintendo, is, you know what, you, you guys know the difference between the Xbox 360 controller and the Xbox One controller? What, what's different about it? Anyone? They, uh, they made it smaller, it's more ergonomic. Me off. Pretty much, Whoa, okay, what? pretty much nothing. And what's they made between it smaller the... and I have big hands. Wait, no, you're say, are you defending the Duke right now? Are, wait, no, oh, the uh, Xbox 360 to Xbox O-N-E. Oh, fuck. Not they, okay. They've done it. They've done Duke's it again. Fucking huge. They've done no, it again. I thought one. you were arguing against. I'm, I'm trying to make a. I'm trying to make a point here. Yeah. And then the PlayStation 3 to PlayStation 4, pretty much nothing. Also, what? I know they added what? The okay, no, 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 no. They fixed everything. It's like fucking. Uh, it's like Night and day. It's, it's like fucking. Okay. Silk Sorry, I made a mistake there. Look, in face. Okay, it's look, so good. But pretty much what I'm saying is, layout wise, they're the same. Now, I'm sure ergonomically. Yes, yes. Layout. That's the point I'm trying to make. Right. That's the. That was the point. Right. But with the Nintendo, is every year they try to reinvent the controller, and as you see with the Wii, they blew you know blew everyone's heads off, yeah. and it was amazing. And they tried to do it again with the Wii U, and they didn't get that much success. And I know that's tough for a company to do, but mm-hmm. what I really like about Nintendo is they always try to re they try to innovate. Yes, and I these kind of Microsoft and, and Sony they kind of like you know if it works don't fix it but Nintendo's like hey let's try something new like you know when the 3DS came out and they're like hey now you know it's it's got the, the 3D screen and you know the PSP didn't do that they just kind of bumped the graphics uh, a little bit yep. you know and I feel like Nintendo they, they kind of can kind of like either hit or mess with that and I know that's like I said it's tough for a company but I really respect Nintendo for doing that the thing is, so. Nintendo Nintendo tries weird shit sometimes. Sometimes Nintendo just goes out and says, hey, we're going to make this new hardware. The thing is, the thing that I find is that Nintendo tries a lot of new things on their hardware. Not necessarily their games, because, like... Yeah, the games are... Yeah. The, the Zelda games have been the same game for the last decade. Yeah. They and have a system not, that not, they know that, that works. Not that that's, like, a bad thing, but, like, it's just... That's just how it is. Yeah. And, um, and the thing is... I think it's great that they what they tried something new with the Wii U, but it's so like my my roommate has one, so I play it pretty often. It doesn't feel good. Like the do you the, mean the, the controller pad, Wii U? The Wii U controller pad feels terrible. It looks heavy. Is it heavy? 
it's not heavy. It's made of really light plastic. It actually feels like a t- like a toy, like something you'd see at Toys R Us. If anything, yeah. I'd say that the problem with the controller, I don't know. It's not it's not that it's heavy. The problem with the controller is that it doesn't. You don't have a handhold on it. Like I feel like they yeah. really should have molded it into something better. And I feel like it's way too big. Like the screen to size of controller ratio is way off. Like it could have been so much smaller and kept the yeah. same screen size. Like one of the things I like about now, I'm I still I I think it's it's okay that they didn't change with the the Microsoft and Sony. They didn't change the layout too much because it was working. Yeah. Um, but what I really like about those controllers is. Let's say you just got killed for the tenth time. You can squeeze that controller in oh, anger, yeah. and it feels good. You Dude, know what I mean? You, if you, you know squeeze your Wii U controller, you're gonna break the screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't really. And of course, in their marketing, the the Wii is uh, mainly for for younger kids. It's they're usually they continually market towards the next generation of younger yep. kids. Um, and I feel like they've got to make something a little bit more, you know, throw across the roomable. You know what I mean? I t- I totally agree because like yeah. Especially with the Wii U gamepad, because those things are expensive. Like, if you want to replace that, that's a hundred bucks right there. Well, yeah, um, I remember. I mean, I'm not condoning illegally downloading games. Note, um, but I have like a Wii emulator, and uh, Dolphin, one of the yep. things. What? Dolphin. Yeah, Dolphin. Dolphin. Yeah, that's, it's everyone loves Dolphin. It's, it's everyone a great loves emulator. Dolphin. And there's, a, I wanted to play, um, like I think it was, was it Skyward Sword? Is that the the Wii for Zelda? Right. Yeah, the most recent. We won, yes. I don't know. If, yeah, yeah. Um, and I wanted to play it, and uh, I, I kind of like was looking through the layout online, and I'm like realizing, yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't really emulate this with a controller or keyboard and mouse, which is cool because they really yeah. utilize the Wii remote. So I'm like, all right, I'll go, I'll go check it out. And I, I looked, and a Wii remote, especially the Wii Plus and the nunchuck, is what you need for the game, right? That's expensive, and I'm just oh, thinking like, definitely. yeah, okay. I mean, I'm, I, you know probably should have just gotten a Wii, but, you know, if you, like, you know, you've got a family of four, you know, you all want to have, you know, Wii, that's expensive for everyone to oh, buy definitely. a controller. Dude, this is Nintendo's secret. Like, Nintendo makes a ton of money on these accessories. Why do you think they keep making new accessories? Yeah, because I know, they like, you know, when Wii Sports came out, they had, like, an accessory for <laughs> Like, like, the, um, the, the Wii U. How many controllers does the Wii U have? Let's count them. They have the Wii remotes. They have the Wii U gamepad. They have the Wii yep. U Pro controller. Yep. Like, don't forget each the of adapter these are 60 for bucks. the GameCube. I was about to say, have they not released a new like? Have they not produced new uh, GameCube controllers as well as part of the whole like? Oh yeah, promotion? that's that's just the, and those controllers only work for Smash Bros. Yeah. No, I, it, it's it's. I think it's funny though I, how we're, we're two generations uh, past and people are still using the original. Well, not the original. But. Because people are brainwashed. No, you, Joe. Oh, no, okay. I've got Joe, online and so know, many people. I have been like online and people bad. are like, "Oh, the GameCube is probably the best controller ever." And I'm like, "Are you, are okay, you fucking no. high?" Joe, okay, Joe. The the GameCube controller is not the best controller. People have said this. People have said this. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. The, it's the best Nintendo controller. But no one qualifies it as that. People go, uh. the, the The problem is Nintendo never made a controller better than the GameCube controller. The Wii U Pro controller is not a good controller. Yeah. You know why? Because the, the sticks are in weird places. The, 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 the three-prong things. 
You guys remember the Nintendo 64 controller? Yeah, that thing was fucking the weird. The 64 controller that was, was a weird. piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I loved, I loved how you had to, like, move your hand to readjust. It was so dumb. What were they know. thinking? They wanted to have their cake and eat it, too, by having no, no, that no, D-pad you, can, on the I can, left. I can tell you what they were thinking. Yeah, they wanted to... Ha- okay, this, there actually is a reason. Is The Nintendo 64 was one of the first 3D platforms. Oh, yeah, right? definitely. And what they wanted is for a 3D game, it made sense to have an analog stick. But also, they knew they wanted to give developers the ability to still make 2D games. So they yeah. wanted to have the D-pad, which is better for 2D games, right? So what they wanted to do is have the controller feel right when playing 3D games and almost have a different controller when playing 2D games. Mm-hmm. So that is why you have the, the three prongs is so that oh, you yeah. can change I mean, it for different yeah, games. Yeah, you're not so supposed that, to so move your they, hand. You're supposed to keep your to left conclusion. hand wherever it is at yeah. the beginning, start to finish on a game. Yeah. I see how they came to the conclusion, but it just feels like they didn't think it out too well. Well, it wasn't invented until you had the D-pad and the analog stick on the yeah. same side. Until I just, I just feel like when Sony, first, when right? Sony yep. came yep. back Sony a year did. later and had the DualShock, they, they had a much better solution than what the N64 had. Yeah. And yeah. two sticks. Yeah. Yeah, it's three. Yeah. And two is always better than one. Huh? Two <laughs> Wii U game pads. Oh, yes. Yeah, Impossible. Mate, what? Why? Oh, hardware. Uh, the, hardware. I remember the original PSP. The throughput the of the wireless... PSP. The, the throughput of the Wi-Fi on the Wii U can't handle that much bandwidth. Yeah, I figured. You mean the two analog <laughs> sticks, you're saying? No, now we're talking no, about two, the two Wii two U, U gamepads, like with the screen on it. You couldn't do two of those because of the hardware limitations. Oh, wait, hold on. Does does the Wii U only have one analog stick? No, no, it has no, no, two. no we're not talking about analog sticks we're now. Talking about the oh, we're talking about video screens. And you're saying it can't have... Like I'm sorry, you, I totally you, you cannot have, you cannot have two Wii U screen game pads for at the same one, time at the same time. No, oh, I did you, not know that. I thought you no, just had you, to. You have, have everyone else have plays one, with a Wii, and everyone else uses a regular controller. Wow, that is I. Wow, that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty. Like it's that. pretty weird. See, that's the thing. Because like, okay, then you know what that means is you know I've got you know my my ten year old. Let's say I'm ten and I brought over my ten year old friend. And he says, "Hey, let's, let's play Wii U together." I'm like, "Okay," and I grab the tablet thing and he's like oh i want to use that i'm like no it's, it's mine exactly this is the predicament there's always the exactly. king and then everyone else is a peon that has the little controller yeah you know and i have to say the, the nintendo i i've only i played so i've had so many multiplayer experiences when i say multiplayer i mean local multiplayer yes with nintendo system and i feel like that is very anti-local multiplayer friendly it totally is anti-friendly Anti-friendly. Anti-friendly. Uh, local model. Unfriendly. Unfriendly. Oh, right. That's that word. That's the word. No, there's a, there's a lot of problems with the Wii U. And it's unfortunate, but at this point, it's too, it's too late to really save it in that making it a mass market thing. But I think they're going to keep supporting it. They're going to keep putting games out. They're going to keep making enough money with it to get by until their next console. Yeah, when when do you think they're gonna have the next one? The Wii U. I noticed is Nintendo. They kind of make their cycle off off of Sony. I mean, it's off off cycle with Sony and Microsoft. And I feel like they wanted to separate themselves like that. Did they? I don't. They no. they definitely go to the beat of their own drummer. Like they they yeah. don't listen to anybody else. But I noticed like Sony and Microsoft are in like a freaking race. Like they have yeah. to release <laughs> them at the same freaking hour. You know. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I, I don't know. 
I could definitely see Nintendo releasing a new console in like 2016, 2017 timeframe. I feel like they almost have. You know, and another reason, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if you guys already had a podcast. I think you have of like the Nintendo stuff, but it's really, it's the games that, that didn't, that made the Wii U kind of, I'm sure you guys have all heard it on the internet, but pretty much it's, the idea is if you make a game for Microsoft, uh, I mean for Xbox, to port, you know how, you guys know how easy it is to then point, port it over to Sony. You literally oh, yeah, just, it's, it's you just really it. easy now. And you now make, let's say, theoretically, double the money because you've got, let's say, the market share is 50-50. Now, all the people who want to play it on PlayStation now can play it. And it's for, like, 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 a, like a few days, a few days work, maybe more, you know. Okay, it's more than a few days work, right, but yeah, it's, right, right. it's, it's, it's more, it's not but money double. Wise, it's money less wise, than double the work. Yeah. For money-wise, it's a little bit, right? For, but for the return, it's huge because yeah, it's you big, get all those new, yeah. right? But for the Wii U, you say port this Xbox game to the Wii U. They say, okay, now what do we got to do with this, this motion control tablet? That's, that does not take, you know, that takes a lot yeah. more time than just, you know, freaking using the same layout that they use for the PlayStation and Xbox controller. Exactly. Um, and, that, and that poses a, a problem, but also just it uses a completely different infrastructure. Like, yeah. the code will not run. They will have to reprogram the entire game. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, with the Wii, with the motion control thing, is, you know, I don't know. I remember when the Wii came out, I wasn't a big fan just because I like to, I don't really like to swing my hand around while I'm playing mm. video games. <laughs> But I could see, I could totally see why that got so popular is because everyone could use it. I know yeah, my was... grandma, my grandma, I showed her a Wii and she loved it. And I put her Xbox controller in her hand and she hated it. No, dude, <laughs> yeah. the Wii to this day was the only game that ever got my family together to play a video yeah. game. And my then I, I know I, that worked for Connect. That's, yeah. that's actually true for me too. Yeah. Wow. Same thing. The only other game uh, to add to you, Peter, was the Connect. But the Connect also had its kind of like failings of it too. Freaking yeah, to play the Connect, we're like, all right, clear the living room. We <laughs> had to, all right, bring out the the oh, surgery make lights. Make sure the cat doesn't get in the way. Oh, it yeah, bring it's out person. the surgery. You know how you have to have the lighting super high to like, yeah. you're the freaking like bring out your spotlights to make sure. I I you do hear any, though that can't have any African Americans. <laughs> with the new, with uh, the new I'm time um, stamping that part. That's getting cut. <laughs> it's true though. The camera can't pick them up because their skin tone. No, yeah, okay. I have to agree with Peter there. Uh, that's I, true. I, I, it's a valid point. Is every, even in even in theater and in in movies, they always say it's it's really hard. That is play. actually true. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Fuck. All right. But, I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's just <laughs> it's a fact of physics. Yeah. So Microsoft yeah. is racist. Yep. <laughs> no, actually, no, I, heard they, I heard yeah. they fixed it a lot. They fixed it a lot with the next iteration, but by that time, I don't think really anyone really wants to connect so much. I don't know. That's my opinion. What was I saying? <laughs> oh I don't yeah, know. Right. Wii brings us together. The Wii yeah. did bring us together, and the Wii U brings us apart. People to be jealous now, of the guy with the tablet. Now it just sits under my TV, and my parents use it for Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've you know what to... I'd like like to talk about with you guys. I don't what? I don't know if we is um Go Ubisoft and what they've been doing Ubisoft to the yeah. PC gamers. Oh yeah, that what they've that been doing to PC gamers. Well, they've been, been subjecting us to. Okay, so I don't want to sound like a PC snob, but what do you guys think about frame rate? 
What would you guys define as acceptable frame rate? I, uh, above 30. Above 30 is where it should be. Um, so what about what about a brand new game released for the PlayStation 4 that is capped at, at what was it, 7, 720p at 30 FPS? What do you guys think about that? I Wait, mean, what game is this? This is this is Assassin's Creed Unity PlayStation it's not, Four. It's not it's not 720p. Well, yeah, it's 900p. Okay, sorry, nine. I, I it's 900p and it tends to run at around 19 frames per second. No, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's no, no. Bullshit. Like it, I will. You know what? I will take lower p if it means that my frame rate is constant. Like uh, insane. Yeah, me too. But, but that's not the point I'm trying to make here. The point I'm trying to make is it's a it's a brand new console. I would think by this time. No, it's. Remember when when Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 came out, their big selling point that everyone hurrahs about, new HD TVs, you now can play your games in full HD, and that was awesome. And yeah. I think that now the next generation were like, oh, we're, we're going back. It seems weird. It's like, okay, I know the demand for graphics is really high, but you've almost got to tell the public, guys, if you, I don't know, I feel like they've just kind of been BSing us. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. Like, everything that I've been uh, hearing about the development of Unity is that that game barely got done. Like that game needed another few months, but they were like, "We got a date, we got to push it out." Yeah, it wasn't finished. And it's another thing with the big companies. I feel like there's a size the company gets to. Um, I feel like when you get so big, you you're really just you have to worry about your money so much. You know what's a, a publisher that I feel like has been doing things pretty right is uh, Square Enix. I feel like they've gotten big without like. Doing they things. do a good job as a publisher yeah. because I feel like yeah. they're fairly hands off. As a developer, eh, they're not. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like Square Enix is as more. As a publisher, a... they're good. I, I yeah. agree. They got, uh, they got uh, who did they buy? What was the uh, Idos? Yeah, that they what? bought Idos, and Idos really uh, informed them with a lot of things that yeah they they've been turning it around as far as publishing. Like they've been doing. Did a you great see the job. letter that EA wrote to its consumers? Like the open letter. No. I, I'd i love to give you guys, like, a better resource, but pretty much it just said, like, it didn't say this, obviously, but pretty much in summary it says, we know we've been crap over the past few years. We're going to turn that around starting now with better games. We're going to be more... So, and I don't know if you guys, you know, have been watching, but, you know, the past few years, EA has just been kind of putting oh. out uck. Yeah. It's just too bad. It's because... And you know what they did is... um. They related it to the, their their mission statement. Like when EA Electronic Arts first came out, their their mission statement was like I, I can't remember, but it was really like kind of, you know, it was just the idea is just to kind of push put out really great and you know inspiring games, and oh, yeah. then they kind of just they turn into a big publisher. And EA's biggest problem was starting in two thousand and eight. They actually had a string of really fucking good games, and and then they canceled all. Of them. No, no, not even. <laughs> well, they, no, they, 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 they do cancel, cancel a lot of games. They do too, cancel I, I a lot, but no, like Mirror's Edge, Dead Space. No, what I'm Mass saying is they canceled. Like, they they either canceled those series or like completely oh, well, turned them into what they well, were that, not. That's what. That's the point. Yeah, that's what I was getting well, at. Because and the reason they made the sequels. And I mean, that's another thing I want to talk about is, is sequels in the game industry. But, but that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, the thing was, though, is they released a, sh a rash of really fucking awesome games. Oh, yeah. And even the sequels that... Some of the sequels that came out of that, Mass Effect 2, 
Um, was great. Was great. I, I would say. Dead Space yeah. Two was great. I don't give a shit what people have to say. I think Dead Space Two was the best Dead Space game. No, Dead Space Two is great. It's good. And so the thing was, like, they just really heightened expectations, and yeah. then they had a string of, of middling, mid- middling, middling threes. I won't go so far to say that they were like terrible, but middling at best. So yeah, they yeah. were, and that's I think. That's what one of their big issues, or was one of their big issues. That and not having anything to follow up with Mirror's Edge was a bummer. Are they working on a sequel for that? Yes, they are. Oh, finally. They're also working on a uh, Battlefront. I can't wait for that. I know, I've been seeing that. I cannot... uh, Wait, hold on. Doesn't DICE... Isn't DICE doing Battlefront? DICE belongs to EA. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they answered to EA. A lot of studios answer to EA. (laughs) Was the original Battle- Battlefront 1 and 2, were those both EA? No, LucasArts. But LucasArts uh, doesn't exist anymore. Right. Yeah. No, let's, Battlefront... Uh, let's pray to the Disney gods. Let's hope they, they keep my <laughs> Star Wars, keeping it nice. Dude, uh, no, Disney is also they, pretty they, hands-off, I, was, I found. I was going to say, D- Disney can't possibly do a worse job than George did. So. Um, you, know what, you know what game that I've been... Uh, well, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Let's go back. Wait. Assassin's what? Creed. We're talking about frame rate. I want to yeah. go back to that. I guess I... I don't know. I feel like... Um, and the PC version's a joke, too. For Unity? I don't even want to yeah. look at that yet. <laughs> it barely runs on, like, anything. Well, yeah, okay, but that's the thing is... It's basically um, Grand Theft Auto 4.2. Or, you know, it's basically that situation of any competent gaming machine should be able to run this just fine... And yet, it's just so poorly optimized yeah, that it's, it sucks. It's, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just you can tell, like, um, with the kind of computer that I have, I, I see certain games of a certain graphical level, and then I see another game with, let's say, lower graphical level, but it, it runs worse. And I'm like, you know, you can't really kind of BS that because I've already seen what it can do. You you just didn't, you know, code it right. Exactly. But here's the thing with Ubisoft is, I don't know the exact number, but let's say 90% of the money they're going to make is from PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. I, I don't know. I, now, I know that's a number I just threw out. but I, I, the would, console, I would say so. I would say so. Yeah, the, the consoles are so much bigger than the PC, the PC right now. And, um, and you can see it in the way, how much you know, time developers put into, you know... They're, they're different versions. Yeah. And it's still not acceptable, though. Yeah, no, it's it's not. I I don't know. But anyway, it's just like, I was, I play, um, I was going through Arkham City, and uh, I can usually keep it at 60, sometimes it drops down to 40, but because of... That's a good of, PC version, though. Yeah, it would, I think, uh, was it Rocksteady did that? Yeah, and they, like, act, they it, added in a whole bunch of extra physics and crazy stuff. Oh, yeah, I mean, well, they the, added physics, which, because yeah. I have a NVIDIA graphics card, I was able to, and that looks great. I love yeah. walking through smoke, and I, I know that's, I'd like, a niche thing, but walking through smoke, and it kind of blows away from you. And oh, yeah, it looks the, amazing. The papers. Like, it's fantastic. And it does, and also, I've got the NVIDIA, like, special anti-aliasing that I have it, like, at, like, 30, 32Q, like, so there's, li- like, every line is, like, perfectly crisp, and it, it looks amazing, but occasionally, when I get into a room with, like, 20 thugs, and there's, like, sparks flying, and, and papers everywhere, and it does drop to 30, and I can feel it, and I'm like, if I can feel this, like, imagine playing a whole game, like, Assassin's Creed like this, and I'm just, like, I, I don't know if I'd like that, 
I, I, <sighs> it's it's yeah. Like I can I can feel it at thirty. Unity so. just seems like it's sad when okay. There's obviously there was two there was two Assassin's Creeds this year. It's sad when your new one, your big new one, is significantly worse than your your last gen version. And uh, to be honest, um, when I got my new desktop, because it's actually pretty new, it's only a year old. I bought it. Uh, I, I I built it actually uh, last year. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that came with it was um, Assassin's Creed Four, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so what I wanted to do is I thought, hey, I know I played two, I might as well keep up with the story. So I bought three, of course, without looking at any of the reviews. Big oh, mistake God. there. Yeah. And I was like, huh, this game kind of sucks. And I looked up online, I'm like, oh, everyone thought it sucks. So I kind of skipped that. But then when I got to Assassin's Creed 4, I was kind of Assassin's Creeded out. Like, I'm kind of tired of, like, running around, like, this, like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess the ships, the, they did a good job with Assassin's Creed 4. The ships are cool. Um, they They just haven't fixed, they haven't changed the problems with the past Assassin's Creed games. Like the problem of uh, counter press counter to win. <laughs> well, not even that. Just like the it, it, they've every one of these games has had the same problems, and none yeah. of them have fixed it. They haven't done. Yeah. They just keep chugging along and making new ones. Like you know, what's it's also is I think um what I feel like if you if you count each Assassin's Creed release, let's just count like it's like isn't like the seventh game in the series. Yeah, right, so this is uh, let's see. something like one, two, uh, mm-hmm. and then you got uh, Brotherhood seventh, Revelations. Seventh yeah, one. seventh, right? And I'm just kind of—it's kind of like, can you? I mean, I guess they've done it for like a bunch of games. So, but it's just like this is more going to like sequels in the market. Is yeah. even if a game is great, like I think Valve does this really well. Is I know the joke is that Valve can't count to three if you think about it. <laughs> Is that like Valve knows kind of? I mean, I guess uh, everyone would buy Half Life Three, but <laughs> pretty much, it, Valve kind of knows is they have such a great game with you know great IP, and then after like you know they make they they make the original game, and that does well, and then they make a sequel to that that fixes the mistakes, and then after that they just kind of stop and they just let that game live on. But I feel like other companies they're like, oh, it made so much money, <laughs> let's keep dumping it out and i feel like I mean, if you think about it portal 2 left for dead 2 half-life 2 all these games are great that never came out with the third game and i i, I, mean, I mean i know a lot of people are looking for i'm gonna it. i'm gonna ma- a, yeah i'm gonna make the argument that peter's gonna make stage yep. stage the, they have the benefit they of, make money on every game yeah because they own the marketplace and get 20 percent of every sale yeah like, they on um, that and their free-to-play model in Team Fortress 2 and yeah. Dota is fucking making them so much money right now that yeah. they don't really have to. Like, if if, if EA was in a similar position, guarantee you they would not be as a stir-crazy about making sequels to every game ever. Yeah. yeah. I don't EA's know. just in a bad place because I don't think... Has EA made any money for, like, the last five years? What? I, I would think I would think they well, are. Okay. You know, Wait, you know what, what I want to do? EA has been losing money for years. They have? They haven't been making any money? Oh yeah, like that's why their uh, their management has been changing that's, so much because they can't make any. That's money. interesting to me because I always uh, yeah like, I, I, kinda, was, I don't know the exact. I was fact, under the I assumption that all their right. games were profitable to some extent. No, no, that's why. Where, that's where, why where were the their two, plunders that, then? Where what, that, what games that, are not making them money? Are they just like have the so thing. much overhead? They're, it's it's mismanagement. That's why their management keeps changing. Well, like, I know, like battle battle uh, battlefield uh, like four was like 
I heard like well, that was awful. Yeah, that was a pretty big hit. But I'm and trying to think what else. Their, their competitor, Call of Duty, is like doing so well. Yeah. I heard that those two games when they, you know, that that like generation release. I heard like Call of Duty was really bad that year, but I heard that Battlefield Four was so bad that still pe- they they still Call of Duty won that kind of like that comp that you know yeah that competition there. No, th- that's the thing like. As far as companies are concerned, Activision and Ubisoft are making tons of money, but EA has been losing money year in year out. I feel like I feel like Ubisoft kind of like runs the like video game world right now. Like I like when I when I say that when I mean that is like as far as money goes, is I see their advertisements like everywhere. Like oh, yeah. everywhere I look, it's boom, this is an Ubisoft game. <laughs> you know, U- Ubisoft is runs the marketing machine really well. Yeah. They in, they do do good. Like I remember, like my dad who doesn't play video games, but he's a big history guy. Is every time like an Assassin's Creed like trailer comes out on like the TV, like he's like, I want to get that game, and I'm like, Dad, you, you don't you wouldn't even play that game. Is like, oh, but look at the history, and I mean, he just like I remember Assassin's Creed three came out, and he's a big like American history fan, mm-hmm. and he he just wanted to get that game. So and that's I just t- that's just marketing. Yeah. That's all marketing yeah. right there. No, and I think it's I think it's. Well, I guess this is a, kind of a separate thing just uh, relating to Assassin's Creed, but I love the idea that the Assassin's Creed games take place in different historical times. That, yeah, that's cool. But with each and every one, e- e- like each subsequent release, the the, 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 Desmond uh, guy. the place where it takes place matters less and less. Like they, they take, le- they uh, use the the time and place less and less to their advantage each time. Like I think I know what you mean. Like I remember Assassin's Creed like 2 the, was amazing. The one in France like barely even uses the fact that it's during the French Revolution. Yeah, and another thing I maybe I'm not I haven't gone through Assassin's Creed 3 enough, but I'm like waiting for like freaking George Washington to come out and, you know, start the re- like I haven't you seen barely, any you barely interact with them. Like and I haven't seen I haven't I want to see the the Boston Tea Party. I want to see the freaking um, um that that's like one mission yeah and i want to see the boston massacre i want to like and i think i saw that i can't i'm not sure i think it'll see exactly like was was, was in the, the scene i'm thinking about was that the boston massacre i don't even know what you're talking about because honestly yeah. i can't i can't remember like it was so yeah. unmemorable but that, like that. i feel like the best game in the series like just polished um I, you know i haven't played brotherhood and revelation oh. so i can't say um but I think like the, the second game. Yeah, like two... I love the Italy feel, like the Italian, like the Italian, like I don't know how to put it, but like see, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is. Like the thing is, uh, I agree with you. Two and Brotherhood. So Brotherhood is they just took two and made it. And then Brotherhood was in the Vatican, right? Or it's Rome? like it's the what same. Is... It's the same location. Just you can also go to Rome. Like it's the same. Everything else is the same except they also have Rome. Okay. Hey, you were saying. Um, but like the thing that was great about two is that the um, the structure of the cities in the in that game lended it so well to the gameplay. Like you're climbing buildings and stuff. In Assassin's yeah. Creed Three, you're climbing yeah. like little huts. Well, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's, not that's fun. what I was want to talk Assassin's about. Creed it's 4, like you're climbing trees. Like it's not as fun. You're in a city. Yeah, you're in in, in 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 when you're in Italy, you're in the cities, and you can go from rooftop to rooftop. And it made sense in Jerusalem also for the first game. But then when you get to three, I remember that when that game came out, like it just came out, and they told me it was during you know the Mancro. I'm thinking of like Boston at the time, and I'm like I can't imagine like us building bigger than like 
three stories in Boston no, at the time. There aren't. Yeah, and I'm like climbing these log cabins. Like, there's yeah, and it's just it. like this reminds me back before three had come out, and there were rumors that you were going to play as a woman during World War Two. And I'm still upset that we haven't moved closer into the contemporary era with Assassin's Creed because those settings with larger buildings, I think, would be very interesting. And I'm not talking a... I don't know. I, don't really, I can't really see you. Okay. I'm, Dean, I'm just... I'm not saying we get a full-on, like, 1960s or later. I'm saying at least... Call of Duty Assassin's Creed. No, I, well, maybe. <laughs> no, like, no, I'm not saying we get that crazy, but I just want a change of setting because right now, it's it just still feels very, like... Renaissance, you know. I mean, I yeah. know, I know, the Enlightenment in that area era of American history wasn't quite that. Like it was further along the timeline, but it still feels like very much the same old environments with regards. I think to I know just what you mean. It just it feels old. Everything, right? Right. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to visit I, I other area, would, uh, areas in history. I don't want to be in exactly. The, in that, in the, where's Japan? <laughs> like, why are we in the Western world? That would be sweet. Yeah, let's yeah, go to some place yeah. a little bit different. Mix it up a bit. That that's why I like the idea behind the Assassin's Creed series is that like they can literally put it anywhere but they keep taking it to the same place over and over again like change it up guys like i don't think they could put it in antarctica <laughs> or could they there's a penguin assassin fight fighting assassin. fighting the polar bear actually, like, to the uh the kind of you know the the visage of the assassins he's got <laughs> he's got like a hood like he's a penguin oh god like, damn it <laughs> Peter, I'm looking at you, your face on Skype, and I'm just, I'm imagining that face is saying all these words. Which what picture, what's my Skype picture? It's just you it smiling. It looks like you're maybe near a car, I don't know. I, I feel bad talking about this because it's an audio podcast and no one can see what I'm talking about. I think it's the one where you're in the boat. In my, oh, yeah. From your birthday. Okay, I look nothing like that anymore. Yeah, that's that's why I'm laughing is I'm sure that's the case like where you look nothing like that but I'm just like seeing that and that is that is you, that face is that voice. So Oh man, that's And of course, great. Joe, yours is like a porcupine, that's what I see for you by the way. Please, <laughs> African pygmy hedgehog. God damn it. I think I need to change my I image. think I think we're uh I think we're all talked out. We've been on for 2 hours. Joe, I didn't even yeah. get to say what I did. What did you do, Peter? All right, and I think we can wrap it up here, guys. Okay, we're done. <laughs> right. Well, Joe, I... How about, uh, let, let's talk about what you did, Peter, and then uh, let's uh, wrap it up. Joe, well, I need what if to take it down. Off of what we, Peter said, you know what? what? If, really uh, if we get something. to know each other too much, we're not going to have anything to talk about ever again. Joe. Well, let's, let's, let's partition it out of it. Yes, Peter. Joe, I need, you take, need you, I need you to take me down somewhere. To the Paradise City? Yeah, where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Please take me home. Please take me home. <laughs> me home. I, uh... I popped in Burnout Paradise yesterday. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. And finally got the last two trophies that I was missing. Finally. To, to get, to get did the you, platinum. Did you do, go online or did you do the method that I posted? Oh, I went online. I just, I just, there was, uh, I, I found a lobby and got it pretty easily. Oh, nice. You, you know what I played? Um,. Because I've been, I was kind of like, uh, this is not your time. All right, all right, all right. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> messing around. You can, you can talk. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Uh, all right, okay. Well, <laughs> I remember a few months back, I, I was really craving a racing game because I used to be pretty into racing games. Um, yeah. so I just kind of, and I was out of the market for racing games for a while. So I literally just kind of like had to do some research, and uh, I remember I really enjoyed Need for Speed. I remember Burnout was pretty cool, but I wanted like. 
I, I didn't want to, like, I, these are the games that I remembered was, um, Need for Speed, the original Hot Pursuit 2. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, Test Drive Unlimited 2. Uh, mm-hmm. and I like, I like that. Those both, I like those both games, right? So, um, so I, I just kind of found, I found Need for Speed, uh, Most Wanted, right? And I played that and I, I didn't like it at all. Like, oh, really? I don't, you guys know, I, you guys know what I'm talking about? The new one? The new one that came out a couple years ago? Yeah, a couple years ago. It's just called Need for Speed Most Wanted. So it's, it not it's, the, it's made by the same people that made Burnout Paradise. Yeah, um, and I liked, I wanted, I knew one of my conditions was open world. I wanted that. Um, well, and a lot played, of the games. Have you played Burnout Paradise? No, not really, but kind of. And I, I do want to play it. One of the Dude, things I don't so like good. about Burnout, um, not that I don't like it, uh, it's more like, I wanted something a little, I didn't want the speed to be so intense. Like, for oh. example, Test Drive Unlimited 2, you don't get that sense of speed. And I kind of liked it because it gave you a little bit, even though Test Drive Unlimited 2 is clearly an arcade style game, mm-hmm. it didn't give you that sense of, like, speed. Where Burnout, I feel like, you know, whoosh, yeah. you know Dude, what I mean? That, that is, that is what I crave. Like, yeah. And it's like they're, they're different it makes types me so of sad that completely. there's no burnout games anymore because these Need for Speed games are just not fast enough. They're not fast enough. Yeah, Peter, I'm like on a different boat than you though. Like I, I prefer <laughs> like a more, um, I prefer like a little bit more. Like you know what I got that uh, I, I've been kind of settled with is Dirt Three, where it's a little bit more, a lot more realistic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but there's different types of racing games. But yeah, I was just disappointed. I like, I feel like they Need for Speed just like it felt like it was. It was only, it was made solely for action. Like, I noticed all, even all the, the camera effects they do and just like the, the sparks and the way, the way the car moves is solely for like action scenes. Mm-hmm. What I noticed is like, if you're not in an action scene, like for example, I, I, I wish there was, I could bump up the difficulty because I usually just shoot up to first and just finish the race in first. And if, if I crash, then I just restart and I do it again, right? Um, but I feel like if that's happening, it's not enjoyable because you're not in action. And I feel like they, they even like did things to try to like get the car, you to interact with other cars more. And I don't know. Hmm. I haven't, I haven't played that one. So I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I, mean, I don't, I can't really just, say anything about it, but yeah. I, I can see where you're coming from. Cause keep in mind, cause yeah. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2. Nah, that's an old, old game. So, yeah, but yeah. I mean, that was fun because I felt like I had to slow down. I had to, I, you actually had to slow down for the turns. That, that's okay. I know that's the, for a burnout person that that's kind of hard yeah, to think I, about. I don't want to slow down. I just want to drift into it and keep going. Yeah. I <laughs> guess for me, I like to apply my brakes before turns. I like to see the turn ahead, see how fast I'm going, see how sharp the turn is and try to figure out how much pressure I, and that's why dirt worked real great for me. Yeah. Cause that's exactly dirt. So maybe, maybe I was should, just looking I mean, for the wrong. It sounds like you need to play some Forza. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Um, but I, I wanted more street. That's why. Forza so. Horizon. Oh, right. I don't have a Xbox. Ah. Yeah. It's but on no, sale. That, I should that, get one. That game definitely would be up my alley. Uh, if I, uh, I wonder if it'll ever come to PC. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They, they kind of like pretty flash the exclusive all over that title. Yeah. But no, Peter, I, you were saying. But yeah, I finally like. I don't know. I I could gush about Burnout Paradise all day. It's so good. Like, it makes me so sad that Criterion Games doesn't exist anymore, and that basically EA destroyed them because they couldn't make Burnout games anymore. But you know, whatever. We can complain about EA all day. But uh, I just thought it was interesting that so I got this game when it came out back in two thousand eight, and. 
so six years later, I finally got it. Got the platinum. Joe. Yes. I got the platinum six years to the day. What? Of when I bought the it. The day? To the day, within six this hours. This is if far you more to, interesting than you getting the platinum now. I hope you know Joe, that. Joe, if you go to PSN Profiles, it says it took me six years, six hours. So I was <laughs> almost on the same hour of the day that I started the game. That's stupid. Oh, okay, hold on. I know, I know. like, coincidence-wise, that makes sense, because most people play video games within a certain time slot during the day. Not not to, like, ruin yeah. your... <laughs> but no, but six years to the day. There are no like leftover days. It's to the day. Yeah. On, yeah all right. Wow, that's that's, that's pretty, pretty crazy. I love it. Yes. I had to come back this day to do it. I just knew this was the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Burnout Paradise is on the list of my my big list of games I want to play. And the PC version's really good. Well, that that's good. I usually I pop in my controller for. I couldn't see myself doing. Uh, keyboard for you know oh yeah yeah no but i know some people do way. and i'm like how like you know how, how do you do that like i don't understand how that even like yeah like i always feel like you would need the analog yeah you do need the, that's that's um so the arkham games and the racing games were the two main reasons that got me to buy the controller pretty much just you could say pretty much oh and there's also um i wanted to get like ace combat and hawks because i also do like those games Hawks. Yeah, I told you I'm pretty I'm pretty uh diverse. You guys know Hawks, right? Yeah, yep. we, I'm familiar. I know right. about the, what. What does it stand for? It's like something something extreme, right? Oh, I don't know, some Tom Clancy BS. Yeah, yeah. All right, I I we could just keep talking. Do you want to wrap it up, Joe? I mean, Sydney, no. Are I, you are you there still? Sydney died. Yeah, Sydney dead. Sydney has died. I'm so sorry, Sydney. Did I? I hope I didn't replace you. <laughs> no, just she's quiet all the time. Yeah, I did notice that with some of your other podcasts. Are you guys going to convene later? I feel like if I uh, I made it for next week. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> everyone you're, on iTunes you're, right you're, now. You're, if I'm not here next week, send in the <laughs> send in the complaints. <laughs> Dude, you're in. Yeah, man. no, you're fine. Awesome. I'm okay. Like it's uh, I've always kind of wanted to have a. Uh, uh, at least a four or five person podcast. I I think it lends more to discussion, as has been proven today. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Have, I, you we have more I to talk to about. Many, so. uh, I mean, I we listen to me and Peter listen to quite a few, and I feel like the ones with three, four, or five people usually are the most interesting. Well, yeah, yeah. I know, you know Sydney's what? a little bit more quiet, so I'm I'm assuming yeah. it's mainly just. Joe and Peter just kind of. She's a good springboard, if nothing else, because <laughs> her her yeah. Minecraft and uh, civilization experience has um led to some discussion. Yeah, but well, I just realized the game that we could have a uh, a uh, group play session play session with uh, could be. I, I don't know why I, I forgot how to start talking all of a sudden. Uh, Burnout Paradise could be our play session game. But right? on I PC, mean, are we talking PC version? I have the PC yeah, version. I have it on PC. Do you have it? I could, I could wait for a sale. I mean, I know that sounds pretty silly. Oh, dude, you could. The thing is, it was in huh, that EA. But it was in that humble bundle, the EA humble bundle. How loud is my clicking, by the way, guys? Oh, we can hear it, but it'll be fine. It's not that bad. It'll be fine. Are we still like? Is this going to be on the podcast? All of this. Is, everybody, we listening? are still talking on the podcast. Okay. I'll let you know when we're uh, done. All right. But yeah, no, so I don't what, say, how much is it right now? Is it ten dollars? I'm just looking up twenty dollars right Whoa. now, which makes yeah. sense. Uh, um, let's see, the cheapest has ever been is four dollars. 
Okay, the ch- the cheapest it's ever been was a dollar in the EA Humble yeah. Bundle. <laughs> well, I mean, what about Civ Five? I have Civ you Five. Have Civ I five. can do that. Except five. you have to promise me that you guys talk during Civ Five. All right. So I I play with like my some of my other friends. Yes. They just like th- this is how they play Civ Five. Here, I'll show you. <laughs> I I I'm a little bit more chatty on for with online games. Uh, pe- yeah, and I, I'm assuming because you're like a podcast kind of guy, and, and you know you can see that I do like to talk myself. <laughs> so when I'm on online games, I'm like, hey everybody, let's talk, and everyone's like, no. I like to talk to my friends, but if it's just randoms, I'm just like, don't talk to well, me. Oh yeah, I think it'd be tough to do random. No, sh- we we could totally do that. Um, I I would well, like. Are we? I mean, are we doing um? Would we do doing um like a PC game? Cause like I could open up Steam right now and I, see if there's. It would have to be a PC game because unless you have a PlayStation. Yeah, if you have a any sort of PlayStation, we could do that as well. Um, but I no, I, I, w- I, I would mean, like Sydney to get in on this as well. Oh I yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm assuming her. Sydney would play, but right? The, but I she doesn't so. own Civ Five, does she? Can, no, I own but it. Could we procure her a copy? Or wait, you? you pro- oh, huh. We can't play it at the same time. Well, we... Hmm. That's true. Okay, but I've seen Sifago on, like, sale. Like, I, I'm pretty much... Because of my PC thingies, like, I I really, like, wait for all the, the, the greatest sales. And I, oh, yeah. I haven't spent more than $10 on a video game in, like, like two years. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in a similar boat. Yeah. It's, like, it's the great. last time I, I think I spent, like, $15 on something, I was like, ooh, that's kind of pricey. I don't mm. know if I want to spend... Fifteen dollars on that. Well, here's the deal. We'll <laughs> yeah. we'll discuss this more off podcast. I'm gonna wrap it up. Yep. So okay, that was another episode of Shit Gamers Say. I again, I'm Joe Boda with Peter Samine, Sydney Harmon, and Kyle Hutch Hut Hutch Fuck Hutchinson 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 Fuck Um. Yep. You can uh, find me, Peter, and Sydney on Twitter. Just search our full names. They'll also be in the description. Uh, Kyle, do you have a do you have a uh, um, Twitter handle? Hmm. Facebook? No, not Twitter. Let's. You know, you might want to find me on Steam. Do you think I could give out my Steam? Yeah, name? sure. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, Bach Newton, one word. So Bach, like the composer. Newton, like the scientist. Ah, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and pretty much most online things. That's where you can. Well. Most most video game online things. Yeah, that's your handle. Yeah, yeah. I might actually put our handles in the yeah. the descriptions also, as well. Is can the also, viewers contact uh, us somehow? Like, I don't know how many people listen. Nobody. But if you guys want to like suggest games that you'd like to see us play, like I really want to make sure they can uh, hear the podcast and also watch. Literally, us play no too. one is listening to us right now. <laughs> Literally, we're talking. Yeah, we get to the download numbers. We'll see. Yeah, I, we have like we have like thirty downloads a week, and who I, knows how much. What is, is the download number four? Like the four of us who like listen to ourselves talk after we're Probably. finished. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I listen to it. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. So that sounds like my YouTube account. By the way, yeah, my YouTube, my YouTube where I play games. That's like what do I have like six subscribers, seven subscribers. Those are all like people I know. Like that I beg, hey, subscribe. It'll make me look good. That's interesting. Somehow I have more subscribers. Yeah. Well, I, I just started. I haven't really been uploading. Yep. All right. Thing is, I don't up, I don't upload anything though. Like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that kind of like YouTube kind of like notices that you're dead, and they just kind of like stop. Like. Anyway. You've been listening okay, to sorry, Shit wait, Gamer we're Say. We're trying to end this. 
We were trying to end this, weren't we? Goodbye. Wait. Also, wait. Zucchinithumbs.com. Zucchinithumbs.com. That's our website. That's where you can find these podcasts and other things that we do and news that we rehost from other websites that are much better at doing news than us. Yep. Bye.